The Crusade Channel is no longer free to listen, but it is free of commercials. And that's a winner for you. SpongeBob, slow your roll there, buddy. Take it easy, dude. Oh, yeah. Now, let's calmly proceed back to more of what you bought your Founders Pass membership for here on the Crusade Channel. much in need of Rogaine, but you'll hear all about it. Trump administration is spending $139,000 on a set of doors. But don't worry, we got this, citizen. Uh, greetings, it's the Mike Church Show here on a free phone Friday, asking the question of the day. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, I... Hell yeah. You know the drill, right? Oh, and remember, Friday is Hawaiian shirt day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. charged with the task of telling us what it is we shall talk about here on the program. No, seriously, really. Really, I mean, you could really do that. Telephone number to take me up on this kind, benevolent, beneficent offer. Call me at 844-527. 844-5-CRUSADE. 
Email me directly. My email address is the same as it ever was. KingDude, K-I-N-G-D-U-D-E, at MikeChurch.com. Chat room is open and live at MikeChurch.com. Click the Mike Church Show live chat at the top of the page. We are broadcasting live on the YouBoob. And we are also live on the brand new, totally rebuilt from the ground up Crusade Channel Free. That's just what it's called. Crusade Channel Free. (laughs) Meaning, um... You can be a Bernie Sanders listener and think that we ought to be doing this stuff for free and uh, listen to the uh, channel. Uh, No, it does have on-demand ads and a 30-second spot uh, about every 27 minutes or so, and you'll hear all the commercials that, uh, not really commercials, but promos that premium uh, subscribers hear uh, at a much lower quality. Um, And uh, again, 23 minutes to 27 minutes. Every 23 to 27 minutes, there's an interruption. If you'd like to get rid of the interruption, very simple. Go to crusadechannel.com and become a Founders Pass member. Then when you open our app up, which you can download free in the iTunes store or Google store, search for Veritas, V-E-R-I-T-A-S, Veritas, Talk Radio Network, bam. As a matter of fact, uh, (laughs) I stopped at my uh, uh, daughter's place of employment last night and uh, to to have a little, uh, well, to see her and to have a cocktail on uh, the the way home with friends who are hanging out there and uh, who work there, etc. And the bartender said, you know, I got your card, and I never downloaded the app. This is from three weeks ago. And I said, well, would you, do you, would, would you like to download the app? Well, yeah, of course I would. I said, well, just give me your phone. She goes, well, I don't want anybody to touch my phone. I said, okay, I, I said, okay we'll go to the uh, uh, Google Play Store. And I said, start typing in. V-E-R-I-T-A. And as soon as she put the S in, first selection was Veritas. She goes, Veritas Talk Radio Network, Mike Church on. I said, that's it. Bammo. So there was an app downloader. Right so it's nice to see, actually, that all you if you just start typing in Veritas, it will. It, it's the number one. So it ought to be. I We pay for the keyword, so it ought to be. So uh, that should make it that much easier. Um, lots to talk about here today on a Friday. And I plan to do it. Of course, Debbie Schlussel will be with us from Debbie Does Politics.com uh, later on today, uh, uh, this morning. And we'll, uh, we'll look forward to that. I, um, <clears throat> I re-upped my membership or my subscription to the Wall Street Journal today, which I had for about... Uh, uh, Gosh, we're only back in the 90s. Probably had it for over 20 years. And I'll, I let it lapse for a bit. And uh, the principal reason that I, uh, that, I, that I re-upped it is for the editorial page. Now, the, now, the rest of the journal I could, I could do without, but the editorial page. The editorial page is still probably one of the best newspaper editorial pages out there, even though somebody's going like, Minute Chart, Minute Chart, they disagree with everything you say. I, yes, they do. However... It is always good to know what the enemy is doing. Now, certainly they're not the enemy, like as an enemy as in war. 
But they are on the other side of the divide that separates the very small but very active, vocal, loud, and energetic remnant out there that wants to establish American Christendom and those that want to keep the USA, USA star-spangled, awesome American hegemony that controls and barks out orders to the rest of the world. So uh, from that point of view, it's always interesting to, to, or I think important to keep an eye on what the, uh, the opposing team is doing, if you will. Uh, and there is a writer or two on the pages of the journal that gets it correct. So uh, the, the reason I bring this up is because Peggy Noonan has a, uh, she writes every Friday, she has a column out today. Over Trump, we're as divided as ever. One thinks he's crazy and it's kind of working. But everything we know tells us crazy doesn't last. Now, that's a good point. And again, when it comes to pro-life causes, I, I think that the Trump administration is uh, principally getting it right. Uh, his foreign policy is just demonstrable. It might even be worse than Bush's. Although, I do have a couple of headlines that I'd like to go over with you. Uh, Minister O'Connor, when you get a chance, would you grab for me what is on a lay printer? Uh, thank you very much. Uh, now, I've been telling you people. For, I came out of the closet about a month ago. And that I had, uh, thank you, Minister O'Connell. That I had uh, begun this uh daily prayer regimen using the uh, the Holy Rosary. And uh, every time I talk about it, I always wield it in front of the YouTube camera. By the way, we're, we were broadcasting on YouTube. YouTube broadcast just gets better and better every day. I hope you'll take advantage of it. Uh, you have to be a Founders Pass member to unlock the stream. But uh, if you go to crusadechannel.com and click on Shows and then Mike Church Show YouTube, if you're logged in as a Founders Pass member, that page will display the YouTube live feed. So if you want to watch my ugly mug and listen to the program, you can. Um, anyways, I, I, I thought I would mention that because, you know, for the, for the four intentions, I, I, I've, been, I've kind of been called crazy for this. Better church, please. You can't turn these things over to a fictitious spiritual woman who may or may not have even ever existed. She can't grant prayers. Oh, yeah, she can. For an end to the legal protections that are accorded to abortion, contraception, pornography, and sodomy. For an end to the cultural approbation for the same, let's throw in fornication and lesbianism. They're culturally approved, right? Uh, to make reparations uh, for the blasphemies hurled at the Immaculate Heart of Mary, as I just mentioned, people that blaspheme her every single hour of every single day should make our hearts hurt to know that our mother is being talked about and is thought about by so many people like this. And then finally, for an end of the infamy that is visited upon the most beautiful and divine example of the Holy Family. Can't get a better example of family life than the Holy Family. So in that uh, offering up of the uh, in for legal protections for pornography, Folks, progress is being made. Mama is on the job. I mentioned that the, Archdi the Archbishop of New Orleans sent a pastoral letter out to all parishioners 
to kick the he, he's acknowledging what he's hearing in the confessional kick the porn habit this lint and let's work to outlaw this stuff that's progress uh ross doubted on the pages of the new york times it's time to ban pornography Rod, uh, Rod, Rod Dreher followed him up and said, yeah, I agree. There are others that are now coming out of the closet. This is not an accident. It's not an accident. It ought to teach us a lesson. Now, listen to this. Somebody put this in the Crusader Room on Facebook. By the by, if you're on Facebook, if you're, look, like, okay, for example, we got a little marketing campaign going on Facebook right now. So some of you are probably on, came to the, uh, the, uh, the Cru Crusade Channel Free radio station this morning to listen to the Mike Church uh, show, thanks to a, a little blurb you might have seen on my page, on Facebook, or from the Cru uh, Crusade Channel Facebook page, which you should go and like. Let's make the network look like that it's really big. Everybody that's listening, go and like the Crusade Channel page on Facebook. Makes it look big when somebody that doesn't know us goes, wow, they got 20,000 followers? Instead of 712. <laughs> But I'm grateful for the 712. Not complaining. Not complaining. Uh, but if you're on Facebook and you're a Founders Past member, join the Crusader Room. There's no trolls in there. You get good news, and there's good there's good conversation. It's an appropriate use of social media, I would say. Here's the story that I got from the Crusader Room. Now listen to the headline. You want to tell me she's not on the job? This would have been unthinkable. A mere couple years ago, okay, wow, what a bunch of prudes. Hey, why don't you keep your religion out of your baseball? Kansas City Royals training players about the dangers of pornography. Right there. The Kansas City Royals recently hosted a team talk featuring a representative of a group that warns about the dangers of pornography. The meeting was uh, spurred by comments made by uh, last year by Kansas City Royals General Mangler, Dayton Moore, who brought up the dangers of porn during a press conference about pitcher Danny Duffy's DUI arrest, according to the, com the, to the comeback. I guess that's a website. During his August 29th press conference, Moore lumped porn addiction in with other distractions to the minds of players, along with drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and domestic violence. Now, look, I don't care how the how he gets to the conversation about banning and making and removing legal protections for porn. I don't care. As long as he gets there. Our lady's got this in her hands. Uh, Moore's comments came to the attention of an anti-porn group called Fight the New Drug. A representative of the advocacy group apparently got in touch with the Royals chief and started a discussion that culminated in the team-wide meeting that was held on March the 3rd. Uh, and there's a tweet uh, that is shown here in the story last week, and our co-founder, at Clay Olson, presented to the uh, at KC Royals players and coaches. The Royals are the first Major League Baseball team uh, to actively take a stand against porn. Now, don't tell me that the mother of God is not on the job. That's progress. That's a headline. People are going to see that. And they're going to go like, maybe we should do that. My point in all this is this. Here on a free phone Friday, prayer works. If you do it sincerely and reverently, 
and consistently, it works. Especially when you're praying for others. Which is not to say that you can't pray for yourself, but certainly they are heard louder and louder when uh, the penitent is, is humble enough to acknowledge the plight of others. Now, I bring this, I'm going to get into some more. Of that. I bring this up to also bring your attention, uh, uh, bring to your attention this. We have an email address. It is crusadermonastery at crusadechannel.com. Let me repeat that. Crusadermonastery at crusadechannel.com. Now, why do you need to know that? Where are you going? Says Brother Francis. Why do you need to know? <laughs> Here's why you need to, uh, need to know this. If you have an issue, a concern, a request, somebody you know is going off the deep end. Maybe you're going off the deep end. Somebody's going into major surgery. You got a sick child, whatever, a child, whatever, family strife, whatever the case may be. You can always offer this up. Learn how to pray the rosary. We have pamphlets in the Founders Trading Post, MikeChurch.com forward slash shop. Throw the pamphlet in there. It'll teach you from start to finish. How to upgrade. Get one of Maggie O'Connell's, the Little Bayou Rosary. That's with an E, R-O-S-E-R-Y, Rosary. And uh, learn how to pray. And it doesn't matter if you're a Protestant or evangelical or non-denominational. It, it, it matters not. If you take it seriously and if you implore the, uh, the help of the mother of our Redeemer, she will aid you. There, there's a memorari prayer, by the way, that that's, that, that's what it says. No one is ever left unaided that seeks her that seeks her help, and it's true. I believe it with all my heart. I really do. Anyways, I bring this up because you could send a request. You could also send it anonymously. You could say, "Look, I don't want my name or the name of the person mentioned, but here are their initials, and they're having an issue with this. Would you add them to the intention, to the prayer intention?" And Mrs. Lenscombe will add it. To the list. Now, if you'd like to receive these intentions so that you know them and that you can join in that prayer circle, if you will, all you got to do is send an email again. Say, hey, say, hey, hey, Lama, hey, Mrs. Linscomb. You know, sign me up. This is a private list. No one is going to bombard you with solicitations of any sort. It is uh, that email address address is for that specific and explicit purpose. So send an email to Crusader Monastery, M-O-N-A-S-T-R-Y, Crusader Monastery at crusadechannel.com and ask to be added to the list. By the way, I just happen to know because I saw the list this morning that there is a priest that is receiving these. So if Father uh, if Father E is receiving these. And uh, uh, you all know him. He's been a guest on this show several times. He's called. Um, I would imagine that he is probably uh, adding those intentions to his and may even be adding, may saying masses for some of the more important ones. So I just wanted to pass that on and uh, just wanted to say, guys, it's up to us to do this. Will the ladies join us? They already have. 
Men have to lead here. So our fight is engaged and others are joining. We should all be encouraged by this. That is just a magnificently encouraging thing to hear this story about the Kansas City Royals. I mean, look, I'm not even a real baseball. I, I, actually, I do love baseball. I love college baseball. I might become a Royals fan now. <laughs> uh, back to the story. The presentation was enthusiastically received by at least one Royals player. In a post on his social media, conditioning coach Austin Womack noted that he once got, quote, addicted to porn, close quote. Well, that's the other thing. I was, too. There are others that have called this show and said, hey, man, I had the addiction, too. It is addictive. That's why it's so dangerous. Destroys lives, destroys families, it destroys marriages. It is a poison. It is diabolically inspired. There is nothing redeeming about it. Nothing. Anyone that consumes it, anyone that makes it, that's a mortal sin. Capital mortal sin. Stop it. And look, it's not easy to do. It's, it's, it, it's something that, that requires, I think, graces and divine assistance. Anyways, Austin Womack uh, wrote on Instagram a quote. It says a ton about the kind of men we have in leadership roles, and it makes me even more eager to serve under them, close quote. Now, what did we just hear Austin Womack say, who is a conditioning coach for the uh, Royals organization? He said leadership. So what the Kansas City Royals have done, what their manager has done, what the team owner has done, they've led. This is public leadership. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than this. This is what you want to see, is my point. This is what you want to see. You want We want to see this kind of progress. We want to see men becoming actual men. Doing manly kind of things. This is a manly thing to do. And you women, ladies, you ought to be all over the Kansas City Royals and lavishing them with prayers and encouragement so that others will follow suit. Do not, un do not, Paul Blark, do not judge me, Paul Blark, do not judge me. Yes, I'm going to judge you. Do not, do not underestimate the, the power of what's going on. And that, now, this takes courage. What the royals have done, this takes courage. And, and I suspect a majority of the men on that team, just knowing what I know about men in 2018, probably not very happy that they've been called to the mat but called they have been. So, and then uh, there is... A, da, 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 da. Here's what he wrote, Austin Womack. Today I had the honor of listening to Clay, one of FTND's, and FTND is Fight the New Drug, FTND's co-founders present uh, on the harmful effects of pornography. Words really can't express how much fighting the battle against pornography addiction means to me and how grateful I am to be a part of the Kansas City Royals organization. The first organization in professional baseball to actively fight against porn addiction. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that. This is big. This is really big. You're not going to see this on ESPN. They don't care about this. They don't care about this. 
And by the way, this is a intellectual addiction that causes things to be carried out physically. You don't need me to explain to you what I'm talking about. But it is a disease of the intellect. What is the intellect, Joss Will? What is the intellect, Craig Silverman, David Simpson, Brother Andre, if you're listening? Attached to, that's the soul. So if they're fighting this battle, whether they like it or acknowledge it or not, it doesn't matter. They're fighting against the corruption of the soul. <laughs> Publicly. Men, professional baseball players. That's huge. You, it's huge, really huge. It's uh, back to Austin Womack, member of the Kansas City Royals organization. It says a ton about the kind of men we have in leadership roles, and it makes me even more eager to serve under them. My personal story with porn addiction started when I was around 12 to 13, and it accelerated into an addiction throughout high school and college. In those years, if you'd have asked me if I had an addiction, I'd said, heck no. Addiction is for stuff like alcohol and drugs, especially because of how normal porn is in our society today. All my friends watched it. It wasn't really a big deal. It wasn't until I started actively, uh, until I actively started to fight this addiction and see victory in this addiction that I began to realize that there were areas of my life that were negatively affected by my porn addiction. My relationships with, gir- with girls was the main victim, but, uh, but it affected that. That's right. And, and if you're a porn addict, you're going to treat women as objects. You have no time for any true companionship, love, charity, nothing. You're going to see them as an object. And you're going to see them as a sex object. Exactly the opposite of what the uh, members, members of Al-Qaeda have been screaming and, and ranting about like banshees for the last 50 years. And yet they're the ones that are behind this. You can't say, oh, well, you know, if women want to go make NBB in pornography, that's their business. It, it's their bodies. That's a, that's a, the, all of this is tied together, which is why you got to get rid of the four. Pornography, sodomy, contraception, abortion. The big four, we ought to call them. Also, it's a super tough addiction to beat, which confirms to me that this thing really is an addiction. The last few years I have been battling this addiction, I would see victory for a month or two, and then I would relapse. Look, once once you've gotten into the habit of any particular capital sin, it's always going to be there. And it's one of the the, the most difficult things, and and I, I think God puts it there for to remind us that, hey, man, you, you were addicted to that. You were mortal sinning 15, 20 times a week. Imagine the blackened nature of that soul. Yeah, I absolved you and I forgave you. You ain't got enough indulgences to get out of purgatory with that yet. So let me remind you. And then the intellect drags up those thoughts. And you start remembering. This guy is absolutely correct. It's where honesty comes in here, too, gentlemen. Uh, this is where uh, at, at Fight the New Drug comes in. Five months ago, I started the Fortify program uh, at Join Fortify. I don't, Folks, I don't know anything about this, so I, I, I can't say yay or nay. Since then, I have refrained 
from viewing porn, which makes this current streak the longest since I was first exposed. Now, uh, Mr. Womack, if you want to, if, if you want to really, sir, Beelzebub is noticed. If you're not a Catholic, convert. Join the church, Christ's church. Join the faith. Go to reconciliation. Go confess this sincerely and ask for a harsh penance. And every time you have thought about it, go to confession and ask for a penance. And with that grace, with the, that supernatural help, you'll kick it. We have a better chance of kicking, I should say. <clears throat> 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. Uh, anyways, just wanted to, uh, and I need to get this in the pile of prep because it's not in there because I just saw it right before we started today's free phone Friday show extravaganza. Uh, 844-527-8723. Uh, wanted to mention a couple of uh, 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 programming notes. The Barrett Brief debuted yesterday at, at noon central, uh, I'm sorry, noon eastern, 11 central. Uh, he's off today, so it'll be a best of, and then a, 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 again, a best of news, uh, two best ofs back to back. Uh, but on Monday, he goes live, and he has an interview. What's the uh, the young woman's name? Uh, uh, Jizzy, N N Nizzy, Jazzy. <laughs> I can't remember her name. <laughs> Uh, he goes live for two hours at 11 Central, noon Eastern, the Barrett Brief beginning Monday. So uh, there will only be, like, uh, after the news, a 50-minute gap twixt live shows when this, when this one ends and the Barrett Brief begins. We've never had five-day-a-week live shows following this one since we started the Crusade Channel. So... <clears throat> I'm looking forward to, to seeing the results of this. And uh, Rick keeps getting better and better every day. So I hope that uh, uh, that you will listen. That's one thing. Number two, uh, we've been mentioning all week long, and I think we really got kicked up on this on Tuesday when the uh, Barbacoa Brotherhood site got kicked into uh, uh, fully operational status, as it were, in uh, our fundraising for the annual Hogs for the Cause which raises funds uh, to make cash grant donations to uh, families that have children that are suffering pediatric brain cancers. Uh, this show and this channel, over the last five years, has raised $125,000. Now, you have done that. All I do is ask for it. And then attend the festival and cook my uh, little heart out and then spend 60 days out of the year planning, which is what we're doing now. So it has begun. Please join us. This is a fantastic cause, a great charitable work, and a great place to put your alms for Lenten almsgiving. Okay, so uh, Rick's guest is going to be Lizzie Estella Riste. Rede? Rize, Rize. Why well, don't I have the text in front of me? Yeah, you give me 40, you give me 40 syllables to repeat. Yeah, his guest is going to be super fragilistic XBL and no, yeah. I just I just memorize this stuff. Anyways, 
Thank you for all of you that have already uh, assisted us with our wish list. Now, that just gets us to the festival with all the supplies needed to, I guess our projection is uh, between six dollars and $7,000 there. And that's, hey, that's not chump change. Fantastic. And uh, William Parrish, our uh, uh, friend William Parrish, has just donated the tent sign. So there are still some wish list items there at barbecobrotherhood.com. Please go and consider uh, knocking one of those out for us. Again, that's for the on-site food service. And all that money goes directly into the bucket for grants. All of it. Every penny. We don't take a nickel out of it. So everything we bring, we have to pay for. But since you uh, guys and gals have been so generous, you've donated it all. So that's one thing. Uh, number two, uh, we've already had a bottle of wine uh, that was put up for auction by Mitter Jaws Wills has already sold at the reserve at the at the buy it now price. That's fantastic. There are now bids on the 2010 Augusta National Golf Club Masters Champion 18th Green green flag that is embroidered masters 2010 that was autographed by uh, by that year's champion phil mickelson so the masters uh, flag you get the kpmg uh, cap and the phil mickelson golf club all have bids on them now so the bidding has begun there's all kind of auction items going up today we've got the uh, uh, a dozen or so cutting boards donated by mcclortables.net one of our sponsors Please visit them today at McClorktables.net. Uh, Todd sent some new cutting boards. There's a round one, which I never saw before. Um, and these are all handmade by Michiganders in Michigan, by uh, 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 from Michigan Hardwoods, by the way. Uh, there are the new ones that have handles on the boards. So it's a beautiful assortment. Uh, these, and Look, these are the gifts that keep on giving the whole year long, Clark. So you get a fantastic, beautiful, handmade kitchen cutting board made right here in Marica from one of our sponsors, and the kids get a donation. So they'll go, they'll go up for auction today alongside those bottles of wine that are already up for auction. Someone has donated a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue that I haven't put up yet. Thanks to Mitter uh, Daniel Mundy for that. Now... You can also join the Brotherhood at any level, beginning at 25 bucks and going all the way up to 1000 You can make a cash donation in any amount, all on the site. You could buy just the, the uh, lapel pin that I am wearing today, the uh, Pledge the Barbaco Brotherhood polished uh, antique brass uh, pledge pin that seems to be so popular. Everybody wants one. Well, I can tell you where you can get them at, barbacoabrotherhood.com. Uh, the 2018 baseball cap. T-shirt and button-down red cap work shirt, all available for uh, uh, modest donations. Do all that on the website at, at barbacoabrotherhood.com. But I want to draw your attention to, while you're there, to go read the story of Miss um, Vua Zui. I believe I'm pronouncing that correct. Or uh, Zua Vui, I believe. Uh, she's an immigrant, and her daughter... Uh, Avila died at the tender age of five years old from pediatric brain cancer. So she sent uh, 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 Midish Church and I made a, on behalf of the brother, brotherhood. Uh, the family is still struggling with the medical bills from Evila's battle with brain cancer and ultimately her death and burial and all that. Uh, 
<clears throat> there are two surviving daughters, and they needed assistance uh, this past Christmas for gifts, and so Brotherhood purchased that family's gifts. Now, I say that not because we want accolades, not because we uh, need, need your praise or anything. I say that, number one, so you go read the story. It's a very lengthy letter. It'll break your heart. It'll, it'll, it'll rip holes in your heart to read that story, I'm telling you. I boo-hoo-hooed while I was uh, cutting and pasting it and commenting on it yesterday at barbcorebrotherhood.com. That's one thing. Um, but you'll also see that the Hogs donations and the Brotherhood, uh, through this work, makes a difference in people's lives. Ms. Ms. Vua could not be more gracious and thankful that we were able to assist her family this past Christmas, even though Evila uh, uh, has passed, has died. Uh, she keeps her in her memory, and uh, I think that the Hogs actually did help her. It's, in, it's somewhere along the way that she she was a grant recipient. Anyways, go read the story, and you'll see what it's like to deal with pediatric brain cancer. And then when your child pays the ultimate price of that disease, um, and you'll see, you'll hear from a mother what it's like to lose your child. This is, this is what these people are going through. And so that's why Hogs gives out cash donations. There's no greater endorsement I could give for the uh, group. For her, to, at, at the end of her, her, uh, her letter, to me, she says, or to me, Amidist Church, she says, all I want to do now is to find a way that I can join a group like yours and help others the way that you have helped me. Now, if that's not an endorsement strong enough to soften your heart and move your will into action to assist our efforts, or maybe an effort in your area. It doesn't have to be with us, but I, ours is going on right now. I don't know what is. So go read the story. At, as a matter of fact, Mitch O'Connell has posted it in the Mike Church Show live chat room. Uh, almost all of you are not in right now, so you could go there and get it. But I'll put it up on my site, too, at MikeChurch.com, uh, just as a standalone story, and I'll link to it. So uh, all that's going on, and uh, thank you for all that all of you have already done for this year's Hogs. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. If you'd like to call, it is a free phone Friday. <laughs> After all, I know that doesn't mean anything to anyone other than me, but hey, you never know. Here's a headline. Trump accepts invitation to meet with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. I bet Donald J. Trump's name is being dragged about through 50-meter-deep mud puddles by the usual warmongering suspects, Senator Tom Cotton, Senator Lindsey Graham, Senator McCain, and all the rest of them, and their buddies in the Fox News industrial complex and the talk radio mafia complex. Oh, they so desperately wanted a war with North Korea. And they thought it would be such a cakewalk, too. Oh, we'll just get in there. Scum, scum. Scan in Obama. Obama. Obama, all of them. Obama back in the Stone Age. They won't even exist. We'll nuke them. We'll nuke them. Tactical nukes. We'll nuke them. 
And now the president's going to go talk to them. Now, this is the Washington Post. I first saw this as a rumor yesterday, and I went, I ain't doing that story because I don't believe it. <laughs> now, this is from the Washington Post. South Korea's national security advisor announced at the White House that President Trump has agreed to meet with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un by May. Here are three other big events in North Korean diplomacy. Last Sunday on Meet the Half-Court Press on WNBC News, Senator Graham said it. I, I, I think that uh, Obama, North Korea, uh, going to war with uh, the North Koreans, I think for, uh, the, that'd be a good thing. I think it would produce a lot of good results for the American people and for the peace and, uh, and security of the, of the rest of the world. Uh, this man is a dictator, a violent, vicious, murderous dictator. And uh, we need to, uh, to teach him a lesson because we's Americans and I'm South Carolinian. And we love Obama uh, people that ain't our color in South in in, in uh, South Carolina. So I think it'd be a great thing if we went over there and uh, you know took one of our bombers and dropped some ordnance on Kim Jong Un's head. Uh, well, Mr. Uh, Senator Grant, what, what happens if you uh, bomb some? You know, you, what's that, what happens if a bomb hits a civilian population and kills one of them? You know, aren't you kind of trying to? Aren't, aren't you concerned with the you know? People that actually live in North Korea and that live under the communism, uh, I, 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 I am concerned, but I don't care. Uh, uh, Kim, uh, 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 th those deaths would be on his hands. You, you understand me? We can go kill anybody anywhere we wants to. And if American ordinance is used to kill anyone in the world, you can believe that they deserved it. And so the death would be on the hand of the dictator, the brutal dictator, that, uh, you know, is, 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 is king or leader of that country, not on ours. This is how sick and twisted and warped this man is. Now, Mayor Church, did he actually say that? He said things like that. He said things like that. 844-527-8723. So this news has just got to be some of the worst news in the history of Fox News. No, no, don't go talk to him. Whatever you do, bomb him. Kim has, has also committed to stopping nuclear and missile testing, even during joint military drills in South Korea next month. Shung Yong, uh, the South Korean National Security Advisor, told reporters at the White House on Thursday. Chung extended the invitation from Kim to meet while briefing on the four-hour dinner he had had with North Korean leaders in Pyongyang on Monday. Now, didn't I tell you that Kim Jong-un, okay, this is Kim Jong-un, son of Kim Jong-il. I'm so... Ronry, so Ronry, so Ronry and Sari are Son of Kim Jong Il, who is the son of Kim Il Sung, I believe. I think I got that right. <clears throat> Kim Jong Il, Kim Il Sung, both did the same thing. <laughs> 
I and, and I told you this when this whole this whole thing began. Dude, all he wants is a buyout. He wants his foreign aid. You idiots want to give it to the Sauds. You know, and the Egyptians, why not give the Koreans some? They'll shut up. He doesn't want to buy. Now, what does this say? I, I, I want to make the point here. What does this say about those that wanted a preemptive war with the North Koreans? Did they ever consider the justness or unjustness of their action? No, they did not. They didn't care. Has this proposed and uh, prospective peace been brought about by dropping ordinance on North Koreans? Now, some Decepticon is out there listening right now going, yeah, we may not have had to bomb them. It was the threat of us bombing them. They scared of us. We USA, USA, you. We got the bomb. Oh, what what a great brag that is to the world. We've got bigger bombs than you. What does that say about the men and the women, KT McFarland and all the rest of these war mongering stooges for Beazelbub? What does that say about their trustworthiness? Number one in these matters, and number two. These are the men that make the remaining decisions, that influence the remaining decisions on the rest of the foreign policy that is so bellicose and so vicious in the rest of the world. What does it say about what does it say about their other decisions and the other things that they say? They're, it says that they're corrupt, that they're wrong, and that war is not the answer. Now, can I envision a scenario in which war is an answer? Yes. Unfortunately, men are fallen, and I can. Do I imagine that scenario in every 192 recognized countries by the United Nations around the world? No, I do not. These men think, these women think, that the solution to everything is military. And yet they have the unmitigated gall and audacity to accuse the rest of the known universe as being bellicose, as being, well, they're just, the, 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 those are brutal dictators, and they're out there, and they're killing their own people. Oh, you mean like we're killing ours? We have legalized killing of our people. <laughs> we have legalized infanticide in our country, and you have the unmitigated gall and audacity to chastise someone else for doing it? Maybe we ought to get our own house straight. Folks, been telling you people this for almost 10 years now. Marcus foreign policy ought to be withdraw from the planet. Bring every solitary man or woman or beast that's deployed home. Use the U.S. Navy as it's constitutionally meant to be used. I have no issue with that. You need protection for our goods and services on the high seas? We've got the biggest and best Navy out there. Watch the the TV show, The Last Ship. I'm all for the Navy. I'm not for the Navy hurling Tomahawk missiles into Syria. I'm for the Navy protecting the Alabama ship when it leaves the port of New Orleans, 
like in the movie with Tom Hanks, and I'll just do that because people know that chip. When it leaves the port of New Orleans and sets sail to go drop its cargo off somewhere in the rest of the world, yeah, the Navy's out there to protect the shipping lanes. Yes, it is. And that's why it was constitutionally, that's why the Constitution says you can provide and maintain an arm. I know the Constitution doesn't matter, but I'll say, I'll quote it anyways. To Article 1, at the end. I should have it bookmarked here. I should have it memorized. To raise and support armies, but no appropriation of money to that use shall be for a, ter- uh, a longer term than two years. We know why that prohibition is in there. Uh, to provide and maintain a Navy. So we have no issue with the Navy. We know why, and we also know why the framers of the Constitution aired or said, we got to have a Navy. And that reason is principally for trade. At that time, the only way trade got from one country to the other, there were no airplanes, was on the high seas. It's simple as that. That's why you need to have a Navy. And look, the Navy was pressed into service many times. The War of 1812 was basically, little Jimmy Madison was a total screw-up. But what was he trying to do? He was trying to, to, to strike back at Great Britain because Britain's Navy was far mightier than ours, and they were impressing American sailors. They were boarding ships, taking the loot, and taking and making slaves out of the sailors. Part of the reason. Anyways. 844-527-8723 is the Crusade Channel telephone call-in line. Telephone number. You can call me right now. I'd love to talk to you on a free phone Friday. After And now back to the Washington Post. After a year in which North Korea fired intercontinental ballistic missiles capable of reaching all of the United States, and, te- uh, and that's not true. Those missiles could not have reached all of the United States. That's a lie, and you know it's a lie. That's not true. That's not what the intelligence says. The intelligence says they may have had the ability to reach the U.S. mainland, meaning the southern tip of Alaska or something. But there was also significant risk for Trump in agreeing to a meeting apparently without the kind of firm preconditions sought by previous U.S. administrations. There never has been a face-to-face meeting or even a phone call between sitting leaders of the two nations because American presidents have been very wary of offering the Kim regime the validation of a leaders-level summit on the global stage. Look, if you want to bring about an end to communism in North Korea, you got to meet with these people. You, you You just can't isolate them. What ultimately brought the secession of all those states in 1991 and the end of the Berlin Wall and, the, and what we used to call the Soviet Union is, well, first of all, God brought it about. I, I know, Margaret Thatcher, Ronald Reagan, a little help from Pope John Paul II, they brought, no, God brought it about. As we've learned from our friend, our foreign correspondent, Eben Tranholm, um, uh, there are millions upon millions upon millions upon millions upon tens of millions of Russians that are going back to the faith of their grandfathers and great-grandfathers, some of them even turning to the Catholic Church. Certainly, they're turning to the Russian Orthodox Church, the, the remainder of them, including President Putin. And uh, I'm to understand from Alexander Solzhenitsyn and others that those p- people never stopped praying for an end to communism, but they don't get any credit for it. Oh, no, America brought it about. Well, you know, we, we, we may have assisted them 
but it was their country. And to say that they had no rule in their role in their own salvation and their own liberation, that's just a fit. Well, number one, it's not true. Number two, you're, exc- you're excluding God. Don't ever exclude God. He don't like that. And you're excluding the Russian people. All the Mr. Church played. They were Soviet communists. You think they wanted to be communist? <clears throat> blah, 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 about North Korea and Trump's talks. The, the story is very lengthy. So, I, so I, I, look, read the story. I, 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 I really don't feel like getting into the nuts and bolts of it other than to say that war was not the answer, yet we were told that war was the answer. 844-527-872-TREY, our telephone number, if you'd like to be on the program today. Uh, Mrs. O'Connell, oh, okay. I was going to say, we got some papers stapled together, but they're just stuck, not stable. Here's, uh, now, on a similar subject, here's Patrick J. Buchanan. It's time to get over our Russophilia. Time to get over our Russophilia. Why? Why? Well, again, go back to my interviews with Eben Tranholm last year. As a matter of fact, I invited Eben to come back on the program today to uh, tell us a little bit, to update us on what may be going on over there in Russia. Uh, Buchanan. Unless there is a late surge for Communist Party candidate Pavel Grundin. Now, 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 I want you to listen to the way Buchanan writes this. Unless there is a late surge for Communist Party candidate Pavel Grundin. My name is Pavel Grundinin. I run for president of Russia. If I win, I make life miserable for Poles, and including your friend Cesar, Caesar, the Pole. I come for Caesar's family if I win and turn Russia back to communism. Pavel Grudinin, who is running in second place. Now, are you ready for it? Are you ready? You ready? He's polling at... Seven percent. Now, I guarantee you, if there was an American Communist Party candidate on a ballot in North America, they'd poll more than seven percent. Oh, wait, there was. His name was Bernie Sanders. What Sanders advocates is a soft form of communism. He is a socialist. He's an admitted socialist. How many polling points did he earn in Democratic Party primaries? I bet you national polling at one time showed Sanders in the low 30s. Low 30s! There's more support for socialism and communism in America than there is in freaking Russia! 
Oh, but we need to go and go to war with the Russians. They were a threat to humanity. No, again, the United States and our vaunted military and the same reckless, irresponsible, bloodthirsty, money-hungry goons that wanted to go to war with North Korea are responsible for it. So the commie is polling 7% in Russia. So Putin's going to be reelected, is the point. And the Communist Party is dead as a political entity and powerhouse in Russia. It's over. That means Putin will be president for another six years. Get over it, in other words. Once he is, writes Buchanan, we must decide to continue, whether to continue on course into a second Cold War, which, and by the way, the same idiots that wanted a war with Kim Jong-un want this second Cold War, or to engage Russia as every president sought to do in Cold War I. For our president, present conflict, Vladimir Putin is not alone at fault. His actions had often been reactions to Marika's unilateral moves. After the Soviet Union collapse, we brought all of the Warsaw Pact members and three former republics of the USSR into our military alliance, NATO, to corral Russia. How friendly was that? Folks, we have nuclear armaments pointed at Moscow, at, at, at Putin's house right now, in Poland. <clears throat> Putin responded with his military buildup in the Baltic. George W. Bush abrogated the ABM treaty that Nixon had negotiated. Putin responded with a buildup of the offensive missiles he put on display last week. You remember? Remember, remember the Decepticons out there said, see, he wants to kill all of us. See, he wants to go to war. See, we need to get in there. We need to kill him. We need to go to war with the Russians. We need to bomb him. We need to bomb him. No. That was a response. Don't, don't forget one of the other hallmarks of the Trump Department of Offense is that it wants to expand the use, note I said use, of nukes. Expand the use of nukes. <laughs> In other words, they want to use them. The U.S. helped uh, instigate the Maiden Square coup that dumped uh, uh, over uh, dumped over the elected pro-Russian government in Ukraine. You remember? Remember? We cover that on this show. You, you, if you people were listening, you'll remember this. This uh, the U.S. helped to uh, uh, instigate the Maiden Square coup that dumped over the uh, the elected pro-Russian government in Ukraine. Uh, but uh, but don't worry, folks. We don't meddle in elections around the world. Uh, the, uh, to prevent the loss of uh, Sevastopol Navy base on the Black Sea, Putin countered uh, by annexing the Crimean Peninsula. Remember that? Uh, Graham and McCain and the talk radio mafia and the Fox News military industrial complex and media industrial complex all wanted to go to war. Putin's got to be stopped. He's a madman. No, he's not. Crimea is historically a city that cl claims its heritage is Russian. At that time, by the way, we had a uh, doctor, professor. Do, do, you, do you remember this? 
Mr. Paul, do you remember Dr. Sergei Trivkovic? Sergei Trivkovic was guest on Mike Church show. He was live from Belgrade. He said, no, Crimea is good for Russia. To, it, it is good for, or, for Crimea to be part of Russia. Remember? Remember? Back to Buchanan. After peaceful, pro- after peaceful protests in Syria were put down by Bashar al-Assad, we sent arms to Syrian rebels to overthrow the Damascus regime. Seeing his last naval base in the Mediterranean, Tartus imperiled, Putin came to Assad's aid and helped him to win the civil war. Well, I hope that's money exchanging hands in there. There have been 14 phone calls today, and not one of them for me. Everybody knows the number to call. They just don't know to call it when I ask them to call. Oh, can't have that. (laughs) Uh, The Boris Yeltsin years are over, says Buchanan. Russia is acting again as a great power, and she sees us as having slapped away her hand, extended in uh, friendship throughout the 1990s, only to humiliate her by planting NATO on her front porch. Yet what is also clear is that Putin hoped and believed that, with the election of Trump, Russia might uh, might be able to restore respectful, if not friendly, relations with the United States. Clearly, Putin wanted that, as did Trump. Yet with the Beltway hysteria over hacking of the DNC and uh, and John Podesta emails and the Russia-phobia raging in Washington, we appear to be paralyzed when it comes to engaging with the Russians. The U.S. uh, political system said Putin this week, quote, has been eating itself up. Close, close quote. Is his depiction that far off the mark? What does this matter with us? Three years after Nikita Khrushchev sent tanks into Budapest to drown the Hungarian Revolution in blood, Eisenhower was hosting him on a 10-day visit to the United States. Two years after the Berlin Wall went up and eight months after Khrushchev installed missiles in Cuba, Kennedy reached out to the Soviet dictator in his widely praised American University speech. Lyndon Johnson met with pre- Russian President Alexei uh, Kosygin in Glassboro, New Jersey, just weeks after he, uh, we almost clashed over Moscow's threat to intervene in the Arab-Israeli War of 19. And what his point is is that we've always had diplomacy with Russians. We've always talked to them. It's the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel. King Size Truth from Radio Size Speakers. Most Crusade Channel wannabes only get the mission half right. Men, you are about to embark on a great crusade to stamp out runaway decency in the West. So why settle for half-baked radio hacks crusading in mono when you can get the real deal on the Mike Church Show? Now go to... That voodoo that you do so well. In stereo. Oh, oh, oh. The Mike Church Show's Great Crusade is on the Veritas Radio Network's 
Crusade. Said. I just run a thing of my homies be regretted in our regard. And he's bad, bad man, King Jong Il. A badass from the axis of evil. A badder than old Saddam. And meaner than my Muji moms. And he's bad, bad man, King Jong Il. A badass from the axis of evil. A badder than old Saddam. Yeah, he was better than old Saddam After eating some Korean dogs Woo! Judge, it's Friday. Where's Fiji's?
species. I might even throw a curveball today. You're not expecting to hear certain songs from playlists. Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, King Size Truth from Radio Size Speakers. Is Mrs. Schlussel going to grace us with her appearance today? Now, somebody in our chat room at MikeChurch.com, which uh, most of you are not in that are listening right now, but you could be. By the way, welcome to all of you listening on the Crusade Channel free radio station. Relaunched uh, early Wednesday morning. Boy, howdy, I can already see the results. Uh, Hey, if you want to upgrade your free listening experience, have access to all the downloads and many of the on-demand features, but certainly all of this show and all of David Simpson's and all of uh, Brother Andre Marie's and all of Greg Carpenter's and all of Richard Richard Barrett's, uh, easy to do, cost 26 cents per day. Go to crusadechannel.com and sign up for a Founders Pass membership today. Uh, you can even uh, sign up for a 14-day fr- free trial. 
And you could uh, give the site the run over. Uh, we'll give you complete access to everything that a regular paying member, basic member has in those 14 days. No holds barred. Uh, and it don't cost nothing. Don't cost nothing. Please sign up today at crusadechannel.com. By the by, uh, our campaign, we have until April the 2nd to hit these numbers. Folks, so uh, uh, please consider if you are a regular, basic, monthly, or yearly Founders Pass member, consider upgrading to a founding brother. If you do so, you'll have access to the Deliver Us From Evil tapes, episode one, two, three, and four, which you're hearing all those magnificent promos. That we are running all over the Crusade Channel these days. Access to all eight episodes of The Piercing Truth with Joseph Pierce. And hundreds upon hundreds of other on-demand files. Plus your daily podcast, the RSS feed, all of that is right there at your fingertips. Cost 26 cents per day. But upgrade to Founding Brother. I think it goes up to 32 cents per day. Uh, and you help us stave off an impending financial uh, issue, if you will. That's all on the site at crusadechannel.com. Okay. The free phone Friday telephone number, 844-527-8723. Now, somebody's saying in the chat room, that's not that's not the Bee Gees, that Grease song. Yeah, well, it most certainly is. So, uh, Barry Gibb, the elder BG, the only one that survives today, wrote that song for the movie, uh, Grease. Robert Stigwood requested it. And Frankie Valley did record it, but that was from the Las Vegas show, One Night Only, from 1999. And that most absolutely certainly was the Bee Gees singing that song. Now, if you listen to the whole tune, I didn't play it all because Mrs. O'Connell was having a fit in the other room. Uh, Frankie Valley actually does show up and does the last verse. So, I thought I'd, <laughs> I thought I'd drop, <laughs> drop that info in. Uh, 844-527-8723. This is my telephone number. I, I want to get back to Patrick J. Buchanan in just a moment here. I'm going to give you a couple other headlines that we need to hit on today's show. <clears throat> this is from the Russia Today. By the by, I just received a note from Eben Tranholm, our European correspondent, who will be on the program next week. Now, there is an election going on in Orusha on March the 18th. And I uh, I asked Eben, I said, if you got a, uh, do you have any info on that? She says, oh, yes, I have plenty, 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 plenty. What, can, I, can I come on the show and talk? I said, yes, 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 yes. So Eben will uh, be live from Russia huh. next week. Does your radio station out there, if you're listening on the Crusade Channel free, does your radio host have a correspondent in Russia? We're international, baby. International. Here's a headline. Uh, now, this just shows the depraved nature of fallen man in 2018. And uh, it shows this, uh, this, uh, the situation that men, unfortunately, find themselves in today. Punters flock to newly opened sex doll brothel in London amid 
legal gray area. And then there's a companion story. Man opens sex doll brothel in sleepy Scotland village. There's a couple things you can say about this, and we'll say them. Uh, first of all, what is missing in almost all of Scotland today, say for Papa Sanstre Island, and uh, two Latin masses that are heard once per month, I believe, one in Edinburgh, one in Glasgow. What, what's missing in my beloved Scotland? I've been twice, hope to bring Middish Church and go back again and again. Uh, summers are magnificent in, in, in the Scottish Isle. What's missing, though, in Scotland? The faith. Let's not, let's not dance around the issue. Let's not, well, you know, you could say that. that no, no, no. What's missing? The faith that St. Patrick brought to the island of Ireland, the faith that St. Uh, Augustine of Canterbury brought to, to London to civilize it from the savages that caused Emperor Hadrian to build a wall so petrified were the Roman soldiers of being carried away in their sleep and eaten partially alive by these maniacs that they built Hadrian's wall. Those men were either cast out or were civilized. Oh, no, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. They were Catholicized. But the church, please don't say that. You got new people listening on the preview channel. They'll run. Let them. Truth hurts. What's missing in London today? Now, there is a resurgence, though, in London. There is a, uh, I don't know where it is. Beverly knows where it is because she's been there. Beverly Stevens of Regina Magazine. Well, actually, next time I have her on. There is a diocese somewhere in that cesspool of porn and Muslim brotherhood apostasy that is called London today. There is a traditional Latin Mass Parish. <clears throat> and it's in London. Now, short of that, though, what's missing in London today? The faith. The faith would keep out the Muslims. Never let them in. Why do you think the Polish people today are, are, are very soon going to be at war with the European Union? Uh, either they're going to have to leave or they're going to get kicked out one of the two because they won't admit any more Muslims into Poland. Why? Be because they're smart. That's why. Uh, same with Hungary. Same, and this is going to happen in other small countries. Lich Lich Lichtenstein. I was saying Lichtenstein. It's Lichtenstein. I heard somebody, somebody on the Russia Today the other day say, well, you know, over there in uh, over there in Lichtenstein, we'll say, hey, there is, uh, this is... <laughs> Lichtenstein. <clears throat> Same thing is going to happen when the Swiss come around to their senses and uh, restore the Archdiocese of Geneva back to where it was. You know, St. Francis de Sales, Ms. O'Connell, that book that you're reading, St. Francis of Sales, you know he was the Bishop of Geneva. Uh, Geneva was once a very, very beautiful and Catholic city uh, once upon a time. Uh, but this is what is missing. But Europe is, is starting to realize, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe this whole secular nonsense, this whole globalist secular nonsense that we're being force-fed by the EU is not such a good idea. We played the speech on Tuesday on this show from 
Marion, no, Wednesday show by Marion Lepon, who delivered that speech much to the chagrin of the Decepticons at CPAC. And what did she say? The first, uh, the, today, the first author of uh, the Catholic Church, France, is being run over and is being invaded and turned into by the EU, the little niece of the Muslim Brotherhood. This is why they are mortified and horrified of Marion Le Pen in France. <clears throat> now, all these things I say out of just you know, kind of a, a backstory here so that when I read this story, about a revolutionary erotic experience that's being offered in London these days. And according to punters, I, now, I don't know what a punter is. Who knows what a punter is? Ah! Oh, I thought it was Thomas Morstead, the uh, punter for the same. <laughs> Whose birthday was yesterday, Twitter told me. So a punter is a patron. A revolutionary erotic experience is being offered in London, and according to patrons, I'll change the word for you, uh, it's getting harder to snag a spot with a sex doll. These men are depraved. Even on International Women's Day, people are lining up in an all-doll brothel. Folks, the sadness and horror... May we should all be feeling over this should be palatable. How is it possible that men actually think it's okay? Now, to get into this joint, you got to go to the front door. There's a picture in the story that shows guys lined up outside. You're lining up to go have relations with latex. Better charge it. They, they have named the doll. They're, they're loving creatures. <laughs> they're lining up to go have relations with latex. This is an abomination of the highest order. I'm sure that the Almighty is not amused. By, by, by the way... This is why creation must be admitted and defended. Oh, by, uh, uh, can I say something? Can I take a sidebar? Can I take a sidebar? Okay, I'm taking a sidebar. Do you know what today is? Now, today's obviously a Friday in Lent, right? So if you're out there practicing Catholic, even though your Novus Ordo priest didn't tell you to do this, you're not supposed to eat meat. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not going to have meat. I'm going to have, you know, a bunch of fish and stuff. No, don't do that. Fast. 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 And, and yeah, you can have a, a meal with some, uh, with some meat. That, that's good, but fast. I think you'll actually get something out of fasting. I know I do. So what is today? Today is, now it's a Friday in Lent. You want me to show you how far? The United States has fallen away from any relationship, any tangential relationship whatsoever with the faith. 
Today, according to the geniuses at Fox News and Twitter and all the other social media that's out there promoting this, is National Meatball Day on a Friday in Lent. I, I just saw it on Fox. I, and the guys, they've they got a chef in there standing there with a plate with a serving platter in his hand, and it's piled 15 inches high with meatballs on a Friday in Lent. By the by, the, the Bee Gees are not triplets. <laughs> Robin and Morris are fraternal twins, if you can't tell. The ones in the picture in your chat room on the left and the right, Barry is the oldest brother. Uh, Andy is the, was the baby boy, but he, he, he gong, he gong. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I got to read the story to you in context about the sex doll brothel. You know what? I, it's embarrassing. I can't even read it in context. Three usable blanks and a blankless uh, uh, female body part, shall we say, uh, as well as huge bazoombas and the inability to protest rough sex. That's how a new sex doll brothel is advertising its women in Greenwich, London. The parlor is offering men and women the chance to rent and have sex with their range of dolls. Ladies and gentlemen, the train is not going over the cliff in the British Isles, not headed towards it. It's over the cliff. <laughs> it's careening on its way down to the 13,000-foot precipice that is Wild E. Coyote Gulch. And it's going... I always love that about the uh, Roadrunner cartoons. <laughs> Wiley Coyote would fall, and you'd hear the, that when he'd hit the bottom, there'd just be a very subtle. <laughs> it's a lovely explosion. <laughs> uh, but it may not last long, says the uh, Russia Today, as a local council hurriedly investigates whether or not such venues need a license. Oh, yeah. It's okay if you want to hump a piece of latex, but you know you got to pay a tax. We got to have a sales tax on that. Brothels, brothels are illegal in the UK, though. In this case, the workers are dolls, and so the nation has hit a gray area in the law. No, the nation has hit a gray area. It's but it's not a gray area. Has hit a sin area. There's no gray area here. You want to talk about an abomination? And again, I'm going to go back to a middle church, please. Why is this, why is this important? Well, this is why creation is important. You know, the allegedly recently printed New American Catholic Bible, according to Father Philip W., Apparently, every time I mention his name, he gets in trouble with his bishop. So I've been begged, please stop saying 
father's name. All right, I won't say his name anymore. According uh, to Father Philip W., uh, there's a footnote at the bottom of the creation story page. And it says that the creation story, you know, in our enlightened and lofty status, is now believed to be, you know, just a metaphor or an allegory. It's not meant to be taken literally anymore, you see. Because modern American Catholics, we don't need that. We know that the Big Bang created the world. Uh, Lawrence uh, Kasdan has informed us that we have a universe out of nothing. So, uh, you know, you don't need the creation story. No, you do need the creation story. Creation actually did happen. And uh, uh, like Brother Francis says, you mean to tell me. You You want to tell us. They want to tell us, and they want us to believe that they believe in the miracle of the wedding at Cana. Our Lord takes the water and turns it into not just wine, the greatest wine anyone has ever drank. That he did this by sitting there and just doing it. They want us to think that the same force that can turn the water into wine could not create all the elements and arrange all the elements needed to create the world. You cannot explain the miracle at Cana, and if you cannot explain it, then you cannot explain creation. Other than to say... That the creator, the first line of the creed, we believe it. Now, you're not required to believe anything the new American American Catholic Bible prints. Nothing. There's nothing in that that you have, other than the actual text. No footnotes. You don't have to believe it. This, 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 this is not dogma. But it is embarrassing and it is sad. The creed clearly states Credo in unum deum, patrum omnipotentum, creatorum et celi et terra, creatorum et celi et terra. What on earth could that possibly mean other than creator of heaven and earth? Note the creation of not just earth, of heaven as well. <clears throat> it's an abomination to even intend to create a mimic of his creation to mock and to mimic the process by which he blessed us to propagate the human race. He's not amused by this, folks. He's not amused by it at all. The Gates Hill Council said it was investigating whether a sex establishment license is required for these sick, depraved men in London to go have relations with latex dolls. The Dolly Parlor advertises services from Brittany and Jenny. They even named them. Who, according to the site, can be dressed to fulfill your fantasies with no limits. One of our more popular dolls, she is, standing at five foot four inches. Jenny is the perfect choice if you're looking for someone a bit more naughty. Well, no, the doll is latex. It can't be naughty. The sick pervert that's going to use it for naughtiness is naughty. That said, we use the term loosely, as she also boasts, ample D-cup breasts, 
what she loves. I, I can't read you the rest. Blank, 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 time and time again. Uh, Jenny has three blanks. Uh, good Lord. Britain, I, I just, I, I, I got to stop. All right. I ask you this question. If the faith were in the position it should be, in a position of power that comes from Almighty God himself, if the faith were being practiced, and if the church and the state were not separated at birth, uh, but had laws and rules that said, or, or if there were laws and rules that said, no law that can be made by the secular authority can contravene the primal, religious, the holy, the divine authority that is the church, do you think there would be this brothel? No. Do you, do you even think that there would be men that would desire these sorts of things? Now, there may be some exceptions to this rule, and I'm sure that perverts were created during the age of the faith. But they were certainly a minority. And they weren't legally allowed or morally permitted to act upon them. <laughs> just, wow, folks, this is just... 844-527-8723. 844-5-CRUSADE is my telephone number. Now, when they can make one of these dolls, they can brandish a, a, a frying pan and whack the guy upside the head when he comes home from work and doesn't say what he's supposed to say, then maybe. I'm kidding. Uh, let's go to the telephones. Our telephone number again, 844-527-8723. Uh, oh, one more plug today. Uh, please uh, consider visiting the Barbacoa Brotherhood website all day long today and all weekend long to make a, any donation you'd like to join the Barbacoa Brotherhood in our efforts to raise funds for the 2018 Hogs for the Cause fundraiser. It is a great, great charity. Please read the story uh, that I published yesterday about how the ones that don't make it need our help too. Story about little uh, Avila, five years old, who succumbed to brain cancer uh, and left her family with lots of bills and we uh, assisted them at Christmas time with Christmas. The Barbacoa Brotherhood did. And uh, I uh, uh, ask you, will you read that story and you can pray for that woman? You could tell that she is a woman of some faith. I never quizzed her about it. I didn't ask. I just did as she asked me, um, as, as, as she requested. But you'll see then what it is that the Brotherhood does. At the, the end result of what we do. And then how it touches lives how it matters to people. Um, and again, that charity, Hogs for the Cause, upwards of 90% of all donations go directly to the cash grants, okay? Families have to stay in hospitals or in hotels near hospitals. One of the parents is going to have to quit their job in order to assist in the, uh, in order to, uh, to assist in the care of the child. All this is going to happen, folks. Uh, to, to someone you know sometime in your lifetime. I know I know someone who had a child that suffered it. So I ask you to be as generous as you can. Now, this is an almsgiving. Somebody said, you, you, you in the charity events, and then you're running a cash business. Well, I'm sorry I'm running a cash business and trying to assist people as well. 
<laughs> I can't separate the two. Um, and after what I've seen and the blessings that uh, God has brought to these people, I wouldn't separate the two. So you can become an associate member of the Brotherhood at five different levels. I hope you'll I hope many dozens of you will join us this weekend. You can make a cash donation in any amount. That's that's that that's fantastic. What if you'd like a Barbco Brotherhood associate membership and maybe a button-down shirt or a baseball cap or a lapel pin that I'm sporting today? Well, then the membership levels, uh, that's for you. You can also take one of our wish list items out of the wish list. I think we, we have set five. How many slabs of rib are we left? Five? Uh, so we've almost got our cooking ingredients for the Hogs for the Cause. Now, Paul, if you're hearing this, Paul... We're serving crunchy fries and barbecued ribs all weekend long. Okay, five cases of ribs. One of our members works for Cisco, so we actually get them from a very reliable, uh, fantastic source at a good wholesale price. Uh, uh, so uh, you can purchase one of those cases of ribs. I think it's 110 bucks a case. Uh, make a cash donation in any amount. Read the story. Pray for Ms. Zua Vui. Uh, and for the soul of little Evila, uh, and then just read the woman's story. I think you'll be moved to tears, and I think you'll be moved to action as well. That's all on the site at barbacoabrotherhood.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well, and then you'll see that post. Okay. This is uh, Cindy in Florida. First here today, up on the telephones at 844-527-8723. Hello, Cindy. How you doing? I'm good. You know what I'm doing to read my computer now? I'm using, like, these glasses I had. I found that uh, uh, when, in the good old days when you used to go to, like, garage sales. And they're, like, from 19, uh, 1890. And I just put them on. Uh -huh. They work. <laughs> you got gar anyway. garage sale reading glasses. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, when I used to get up at 5 in the morning. And hit all the old houses because I lived in this beautiful old town, Spring Lake, New Jersey. And it's uh, Irish Catholic, um, really beautiful. And um, I don't know. I had two <laughs> old houses in front of babies, and it was all good. Anyway, so did you see the piece on the front page of Breitbart about how some women have penises? The Church of Scotland launches transgender support guide. <laughs> no, I did not. Well, I tell you, every day uh, I send out a blast because I still have meetings and, um, you know, we're still and I'm trying to get people to wake up to the culture. Uh, and my priest is still trying to wake everybody up to the culture. And this one is a real uh, humdinger. you got to read it. You can go there now. If, uh, just Google uh, what is the name of this article. Some women have penises. Church of Scotland launches transgender support guide. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not seeing it at Breitbart. I'm on the front page. Anyways, uh, but I'll find it. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, Minnesota O'Connor will find it and put it in the chat room, so I'll, I'll, I'll find it. It's a 30-page booklet. A 30-page booklet for a female, for a hermaphrodite? Yes. Oh, yes. good Lord. Pastoral care <sighs> is the demand of 21st century update to the... In other words, they're going to give everybody care, and you can go. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I, it's so we're so far gone. I listen. I just want to let you know that I listen to this LBC radio. I think it's, it is. You can get an app for it. It's conservative rate. It's supposedly conservative. That doesn't mean anything anymore. But um, 
Nigel Farage is on that uh, radio program. And sometimes I listen to it in the middle of the night, or I have it on just to listen what's coming here. Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, arrest people because somebody said called them a Negro. Um, everything that you could possibly think. It's, it's coming all here. And unless we stop it, and I don't know how we'd ever stop it because uh, nobody's talking about it <laughs> except for a few, you know, and the talk show mafia will talk about it. You know that. So uh, we're, we're cooked. But I wanted to ask. <laughs> Wait a minute. She says, uh, so uh, we're cooked. Uh, now, about those meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're and cooked. by the way, I just, no, I, 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 I must have been mistaken. Because I could have sworn that I read somewhere that Steve Ducey was a, uh, a a Catholic, but I just watched him slam down one of these confounded meatballs that they're serving on National Meatball Day on Fox News right now. Well, they don't know because the church around the corner from me, who has an Irish priest, they had drive through um, uh, Ash Wednesday. Well, you know, we talked about this. Um, uh, my brother Andre actually came on and said, uh, "Well, I'm actually glad that the Protestants have Ash Wednesday." And brother, you know, brother said, "Well, Mike, you, you know, you're missing the, the the great and finer point." And I said, "What's that, brother?" And he said, "Where do they get the date for Ash Wednesday from?" And I went, "Oh, clever, clever!" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "We set the date." So by their very acknowledgement that today is Ash Wednesday and they're doing it, they're actually keeping a part of uh, 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 or injecting a part of Catholicism into their revolt against Catholicism. <laughs> right. But, but I said at St. Joe's, I mean, because everybody's so busy and it was Valentine's Day, we had drive-through Ash Wednesday. That's why I don't go to that church because I can't take it. It's the Church of Nice. It's just ridiculous. You get nothing out of it. It's just it's total a total fraud. Um, but I want to ask you something because here's I just just a little piece of information. You know, we had a lot, a lot of people, really wonderful woman, um, really sweet and nice, ran the Trump campaign up in Port St. Lucie, and this was the first time in Port St. Lucie they actually um, beat the Democrats. Uh, they they had a mass amount of people who voted for Trump. Okay, now she's a Catholic. And she said to me, you got to go listen to Malachi Martin. Have you listened to him? Do you remember him? Do I? Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. I interviewed Ralph Sarchi uh, three dozen times, and you can't stop talking about Father Martin. I, I, I went back and listened. I was dumbfounded because I had forgotten. Because I remember when I lived in New Jersey, there was some sort of exorcism that happened, and who had him on the radio but the biggest... Um, you know, talk show mafia guy of all was Sean Hannity. Yeah. He had Father Malachi Martin on? Yes, he did. Well, you know, Father Martin was on with uh, Lou Gentile. Do you remember Lou Gentile? No, I don't remember that. Well, Lou Gentile. Oh, I might, I, maybe I do, yeah, because I uploaded all that stuff just to listen to him at night. Sometimes I go. Yeah, yeah. Home. Well, Lou Gentile was uh, the art bell, if you will, of all of New England. Okay. And then there was William Buckley interviewed him. Uh, well, Father yeah. Martin was very popular uh, with many people, um, and uh, you know what? Brother Francis Malouf interviewed Malachi Martin, although it sounded, by the time the interview got started, it sounded like Malachi Martin was interviewing Brother Francis. <laughs> yeah, well, my point in this is is that there there is this other thing that's happening, which is 
that these people who, um, this friend of mine who listens to him, but also has gone down the road now of the conspiracy theory that's on all over the Internet and all over on your Twitter page, this QAnon or whatever with James Corsi and the inside of the government and the abbreviations and they're telling us who the bad guys are. And I, I just didn't get it. But anyway, but they're all also, I will tell you, these are people that pray to Mary every day as well as, well as I do. Okay. Sometimes I miss it. I don't do it every day. Um, but, um, and... Um, they're, they're taking a different road, but they truly, truly believe, and these are, you know, Catholics, and, and actually some are not Catholics, some are evangelicals, uh, who believe that that Trump was, um, you know, is the vehicle, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of odd now. It's very, very odd. There's like a, a big split between all of these people on a local level, probably all over the country now, because I'm seeing it all over the Internet. So it's really kind of weird. But I, I just feel that Father Matthew Martin was so right on about so much stuff. And the other night I was watching, because I, I don't watch television anymore, I have an 81-year-old who lost his roof uh, on the island, a, a very good friend of ours for 30 years, and he didn't want to move to his daughter, so he's staying with me in my house. And I basically, uh, he, he watches television, and I don't care. I go in the living room and uh, meditate and whatever. But I do have a computer in there, my laptop, and I started watching Father Brown. Have you ever seen that Scottish, uh, that series? Yes. Britain, the death of priests? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's on, uh, the, well, I, I believe that, uh, didn't EWTN yeah. produce that? Uh, I, I don't want to see that was EWTN. Anyways, yes, yes. Father Brown's mysteries. Last episode. The last episode. What are they talking about? They're talking about the one. They said one world government. Uh, the Illuminati. <laughs> the it Illuminati. All, yes, it was all in the last episode, and it was. And I, I, you know, I didn't look at the date. Is that still on, or is that an old? I don't know if that's an old show that I'm watching on Netflix, I have no idea. Um, but it was the last episode, so I watched all the series, and this was the last one. Okay. And I thought, geez, did they, did they put that in there because, you know, um, they're wanting it. I mean, they want the people of England to, you know, uh, Google it? I mean, I, I, I didn't know. You know, like, who was the producer, and where did that come from? <clears throat> it was just so odd. So all these little signals that we're getting. But Father Malachi Martin, uh, I listened at nighttime, and um, it is, he's amazing, you know, because he talks so much about what what we are facing right now. What's well, happening? you know, uh, well, oh, okay, so you know, and by the way, our chat room is open at MikeChurch.com. Click Mike Church Show live chat, and uh, you can join the chat free. Don't cost nothing. There's pictures in there that you, uh, we, I can't now unsee. The Scottish woman with the you-know-what. I can't now not unsee the meatball from Johnsonville Meat Products on a Friday and Lent on National Meatball Day. And I can't now not unsee the story. Some men have vaginas and some women have penises. Congregations have been told in a Church of Scotland resource urging greater sensitivity towards transgender people. You're not being sensitive towards transgender people. You are making their mortally sinful perversion normal. You're damning them to hell. You're doing the opposite of what the church is supposed to do, and you're going to pay for it if you don't stop. 
These people, you know. So I, I was going to say, because Father Martin was an exorcist. He was called upon to, to perform many exorcisms. Now, mm-hmm. in, in any time, I told this story yesterday. Ralph Sarchi told me this. That, Mike, I won't go near. I'll try to do my best uh, Long Island. Mike, I won't go near one of them if I'm not in a total state of grace. I'm not going near one of them. If I'm not in a total state of grace, I call. I got, I got a phone number. I, I call this guy. I can do confession in a closet. I'm not going anywhere near him. This is how, this is what, with, with great respect and uh, uh, trepidation, Ralph approaches the demonic. You don't want to be anywhere near them unless he is fully confident that they can't have any, that they, that they can't bring him any harm um, uh, because of his religious um, or the state of his soul. Now, think about that for just a moment there. When you see, like the story you just gave to me, when you see these people that are doing these things and are promoting what you know to be mortally sinful activities, activities that cry out to vengeance for God. Any act of Sodom cries out to vengeance. Uh, that's church dogma, by the way. Cries out to vengeance, uh, for vengeance from Almighty God. When you see that happening, you have to know that the people that are involved in any way, you know, there's nine, nine ways you could be an accessory to sin, right? I, if you're sitting in that congregation, you don't stand up and get out or stand up and condemn Whoever it is that says this uh, 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 about these transgender uh, uh, people, then you're an accomplice to this. You're in big, deep trouble. Now you've made it possible. You've now opened the door for one of the bad guys to attach himself and to to infest your home, to infest your place of business. And if you're not careful, they'll trick you into asking them to possess you. This is how it happens. They will, tr- they will deceive you into, oh, no, I'm not a demon. I'm your grandmother. No, dude, like, like I always say, like, like Ralph told me, Mike, nobody has conversations with ghosts. But they, Mike, ha- Mike, Mike. they have conversations with demons posing as ghosts. Uh, I just wanted to make a comment because when Father Magano uh, speaks from the pulpit about this and says, uh, what, you know, he's, he's amazing, just I, I can't even say enough about him, um, yeah, people get up and walk out of the church because they don't want to hear the truth. Okay. Oh, oh! When he speaks the truth, they get up and walk out. Absolutely, because ah. they're like, "Oh, we don't want to hear that. Oh, we're not here. What is he talking about that for?" Well, yeah, okay, and that's because we're. It's just so. So then they go to the Church of Nice, which is St. Joe's, and several others in the community here in our county, and they just hear. Um, they they really don't hear anything. They don't they don't know because they just want to get in there and get out. You know how many times I sit there and I watch uh, people leave right after they take communion. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know they just slip out the door and then we've got someone. They don't even wait until the, the priest is coming down. Um, you know from the pulpit and fathers with the cross. They just leave. I mean they just they're out of there. Okay, I got better things to do. I got to go to happy hour and have a yeah. Mr. Reverend, please. We don't have time for all these EV evangelizing about sin and all that stuff and fasting and acts of alms and mercy. And I, please. And we're not talking about young people here. We're talking about people that are older 
uh, the seasoned seniors, I call them. I can't take it. It drives me crazy. Um, and you know what they're doing? They're running away um, from death. But and, and this is my sense of it. I see them. They have nothing to talk about. They have nothing of interest to say. All they're thinking about is their next vacation, their next cruise, their next golf game, their next happy hour. Uh, busy, busy, busy because they know they're getting older and they have nothing of substance to say. It is so pathetic. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I, we live in a tourist area like, like probably you do, and we're bombarded now. And we live in a county that's non-growth, okay? And it, I, it's a Republican county. It is changing, though. Republican doesn't mean anything anymore. But um, this is a county now that is consumed with from November all the way through April we are bombarded with all of these people that are miserable. They're miserable in the grocery stores. They're miserable in Walgreens. They're miserable, you know, they're at every stupid cockamamie festival that we have, and they're walking around being miserable. And you want to say to them, look, be happy. Tell God how wonderful this is that, we're, that you're, you know, thank him every day. They don't have a clue. They have no clue. And it's so disheartening because... Um, there's so few people that you can talk to about it. And um, it's just, this is the way it is now. Well, no, you can, <clears throat> you can talk to me. Well, I'm talking to you, Mike. That's right. That's why I have to see those. Right? And I, not to say that I don't listen to some of that talk show mafia because i got to put my two cents in when it comes to, you know, how I am about the donors and all that. Um, so I have to put my two cents in about that. But the bottom line is... Um, it's lost. Well, I got to ask you, when you do listen to the talk show Mafia, does the talk show Mafia talk about what you and I are talking about, which is really important? Tax rates no. are not important. Souls are. Did they no. talk about it? Absolutely not. Of course they don't. Absolutely. Now, yeah, even, if, even if they wanted to, and I don't believe that any of them do, uh, now, I, I, hope, I pray that someday that they will, but uh, uh, having said that, this uh, what you're talking about here, Cindy, is the uh, is the end, I believe, of an era. As I'm trying to remember who described it on this show. Okay, so the revolt against the church from within began in the 1950s, and it culminated in the Second Vatican Council and what the uh, what the revolutionists did smashing the altar rails, tearing down all the high altars, making a joke out of fasting and mortification and all the tradition of the faith, making a joke, and, and, and they tried to make it uh, illegal and an anachronism to practice the reverential true, one true mass. After they did all of this, um, they lived in that world that they created for the last 40 years. Now, What's been the end result of the world, of the Catholic world that they created? Is it better than it was before the council convened? Is the state of the church better than it was before the council convened? There's not an observer alive unless you're a fan of uh, Father, uh, of, 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 of the fag hag, Father Martin. There's not a, a Catholic alive that would tell you, yes, not one. So... They're eating the excrement that they created. Now, if you had to do that, you'd be pretty angry, too. So we ought to pray for these people that, hey, you need to apologize to my kids. You need to apologize to me. 
You need to apologize to God? First, Morris, you don't have to do one to me and to you, but to God, you most certainly do. And you need to get to, uh, uh, back to undoing this rot that you introduced and what you did. You know, I sit there. I got to tell you a story. I sit there. Midas Church and I sit there. And our beautiful little St. Jane de Chantal Parish right here in Abita Springs, Louisiana. And right in front of our very eyes, and I have friends that are probably listening right now that can bear witness to this. Right there in front of our very eyes, we see the transformation of what used to be a magnificent, beautiful little church in country town, Marica, country town, South Louisiana, that was transformed into a, a, a blasé and banal uh, 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 Jimmy Buffett mass in the round Novus Ordo cleansed of all of its beauty smash the altar rail take that down destroy the high altar uh, paint these charismatic things all over the walls and do all this stuff we've seen this in just two years two years right in front of our very eyes now are seeing it transformed back into that magnificent, beautiful little cathedral that it was always intended to be. Now, is that a result of the efforts of the of the revolters, Cindy? No. No. It's a result of truly, truly devoted, very reverent, and uh, they, they uh, people that take their Catholicism and take their faith and take the salvation of souls, and it includes everyone in their family and everyone that they know seriously. Now, you can also tell that, uh, that uh, uh, when you meet people like this, you can, you, you, the impression that you usually get is that these people are, for the most part, filled with joy. They're not miserable. They're not running around all mired in misery. Even, and look, we should be the most miserable people in the world right now. Midish Church and I, I'm eating one meal a day. <laughs> I'm existing on a uh, smoothie from Smoothie King, a little uh, eight-ounce Caesar salad all day long and I ate a, in, a, in a meal at night, but I'm happy I'm doing it. Cindy, the, the, look, it's over. They're going to lose. The, 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 that, re, that particular revolt, which was a Protestant revolt from within, is ultimately going to be defeated, I believe. And you're seeing it defeated right now, right in front of our very eyes, right in that little that that little church right there. I can actually see physical proof that the defeat is nigh. And like Beverly Stevens said on this show one day, she goes, "Mike, Mike, all these people that started this, all these people that did this, all all, all of these liberals that we're talking about, you know, we have to pray for these men, pray them back into the faith." She goes, "Mike, they're dying." Demographics, yeah, de demographic, they're dying. Look who's filling the pews at the traditional masses. Families with eight, ten, nine, ten kids. That's right. the future. But we don't have enough of them. That's the problem. It's okay. More, more, more. Uh, yeah, and, you know, God, God put us here, Cindy. God put us here at this time to be in this position, said uh, Michael Hitchburn on this show, and Joseph Pierce repeated it. Put us here at this time with that amount of allies because he's in charge and he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so obviously he thinks that our numbers are sufficient. I hope so. Well, if he thinks our numbers are sufficient, uh, I, I mean, we should never stop praying to increase their numbers. But if he thinks that our numbers are sufficient right now, as Mike Church talks at 821 a.m. Central Standard Time, 
on the 9th of March, 2018, if he thinks that that number is sufficient today, well, then who am I to say that it's not sufficient, right? Yes, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, I'm, well, anyway, I just thought I'd give my little two cents. I'm glad you did. Look up the Scottish thing and we'll make your head. I already saw it. I, I need eye bleach now. i got to go cleanse my eyes. Between that and the latex bordello, I, uh, I'm really ready to just... I've been fasting. Sunday, you know, is a feast day, so I've been fasting now for five days. Uh, I'm really just ready to... Well... I ain't going to have any meat today, so <laughs> I can be ready all I want. Sandy, thanks for the all call. Right. Thank you. Bye. You're very welcome. Now, you people that are sitting out there on your hands and not with your phones in your hands going, like, I'm going to call Mike. I want to talk to him now. What greater lead-in could I provide other than Cindy from Florida? Was she scared? No. Do we have a conversation? Yeah. Do we have a conversation? Yeah. Our telephone number, if you'd like to make the call, 844-527-8723, 844-5-CRUSADE. Email me directly. My email address is the same as it ever was, kingdude at mikechurch.com. Uh, I ask you to assist us. If you're listening to us on uh, the Crusade Channel Free radio station, Welcome. Uh, yesterday we saw our numbers quadruple from the January through March, the seventh average quadruple in the last two days, two days in a row. Uh, welcome. Number one, enjoy the crusade channel. It's the best radio station you're going to hear today. And if you have a suggestion to make it better, please, my email address always open King dude at mikechurch.com. Uh, we are the only 24 hour a day, seven day a week. All original programming, radio station. This is not a podcast seller. We take our vocation and the work that we do here very seriously. Um, we even have a little prayer list that you can join. Uh, send an email to Crusader Monastery at crusadechannel.com. Uh, but while you're enjoying the, the channel, remember you can support us. Look, you're not going to hear advertise. Well, you'll hear a few. We're not looking for advertisers. We're looking for members, looking to form a community here. And uh, so far, it's going pretty good. Go into chat room at MikeChurch.com and go see for yourself. That's a community there. How do I know? Those people are praying together. They have a prayer list going around. They're helping each other find jobs. Uh, there are people that are going to, into having major surgeries today that are being prayed for and uh, assisted uh, through the actions in that chat room and on this channel. So for a mere 26 cents per day, you can join us. Simply go to crusadechannel.com and click the membership or join button and pick a membership level. I suggest Founding Brother because that gives you access to all the on-demand content and much more. But you could become a basic member or a basic monthly or basic yearly. You could even go as high as becoming a Crusader level member. And you can do so again at crusadechannel.com. And now I'm talking to people that are Founders Pass members at the basic yearly or basic monthly. Won't you please consider upgrading to Founding Father, uh, to Founding Brother? That's our campaign from now until April the 2nd and when we launch the second annual Golden Truth Ticket Contest, which is coming to you 
And we're going to give away a Kia automobile again. This will be the second one. Kenneth Snyder won the first one on early in early March a year ago. We're going to give another car away. Um, but you have to be a Founders Pass member in order to buy a ticket for a chance to win the car. So you could do so at crusadechannel.com. Um, <clears throat> I was hoping we were going to hear from Mrs. Schlussel today with our movie reviews, but uh, she must be in court or something because I've got no notice on any of this. I want to get. I, I want to go back to a story that we were covering earlier. About the relationship, American relationship with Russia. Patrick J. Buchanan. It's time to get over our Russophilia, he says. Russia is nowhere near the strategic global threat the Soviet Union presented. And by the way, I just want to tease this again. Does your radio, satellite radio channel, have a correspondent in Russia? The Crusade Channel does. Does your satellite radio channel have its own live original newscast, the best in the radio business from Mid Celeste Youngblood? The Crusade Channel does. Does your radio station, satellite radio station, or local yokel station take an entire Sunday off? Nobody works here on Sunday except our priests and put on the air what we call Sermon Sunday, 24 hours of sermon. Seasonal, the Crusade Channel does. Is your uh, local local radio station or satellite radio station put together feature-length programs from world-renowned demonologists like Ralph Sarchi called the Deliver Us From Evil Tapes, the series? We're in part four now, episode four. Anyone that listens to that has got to say, man, why doesn't Mike nominate? Why, why isn't Mike and why aren't Mike and Ralph and a Crusade Channel uh, on demand team nominated for Grammy Awards? Crusade Channel does. You get all that for 26 cents per day. It's a pretty good sales pitch, I think. And you'll also be, no, you don't have to be a member to join the prayer list. As a matter of fact, let's let's make that clear. Anyone can be on the Midas Linscombe's Crusader Monastery. Yes, I see. Um, and, and I'm going to give you an example of this really quick here. So I, I read the, the letter to you yesterday. David Simpson read it to you on Wednesday's True Money Show from one of our crusader, super avid fans, Mr. Tony Bontimino. So I told you all about baby Alexander. Well, he's here to tell us an update about baby Alexander. Tony, 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 how you doing? <laughs> Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mike. I uh, just wanted to tell you I really appreciate all the prayers from everybody in the Crusader uh, family here. Um, you know, I can probably could promise you, you ain't gonna see this. Uh, you ain't gonna see this on any talk radio mafia. Uh, that's for doggone sure. You know, we got a nice close family here in the Crusader uh, world. That's for doggone sure. So tell us about uh, baby Alexander. Oh, uh, baby Alexander. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> uh, my wife was was pregnant with twins uh, up until the first. Then baby Alexander came into this world at a whopping one pound four ounces. He's uh, doing well uh, in the neonatal unit uh, over here in Georgia. 
Um, he's uh, gaining some weight. And, uh, they did a brain scan yesterday because they're always worried about brain bleeds in little babies. But uh, he came crystal clear through all of that. Uh, doctors are very happy with that result. So um, God's got uh, our little Alexander in his hands, and we know he's going to carry him through this, uh, this, this fight he's got to make uh, to get uh, a little further along. He's only 24 weeks right now, so he came into the world at 23 weeks, two days, I think. Miracle. Absolute miracle. Uh, now, now, since I know a little bit about this, since the last baby that we prayed for was uh, baby Lillian, um, I know that there was trouble, uh, one of the trouble spots with those severe pre- uh, premature children uh, are with the lungs and the lungs developing. Yes, yes. Uh, actually, um, my wife, uh, when we when came into the hospital in the, in the 22nd week, uh, the doctors had told us, hey, listen, if these babies come, there's nothing we can do. So my, they put my wife uh, feet up in here, head down in a hospital bed <laughs> on a 45% incline, and used uh, we used some prayers and some gravity to uh, I, keep baby Alexander in there for I, a whole week. I love that, I baby Alexander. Hey, hey, Tony, can you, can, can you hang on just a sec? Definitely. All right, Definitely. hold on, or, or, or Mrs. O'Connell will, uh, will call you back. i got to take my uh, 8.30 a.m. Crusade Channel news break, of which I was just bragging about. So 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, Crusade Channel News from the Crusade Channel News Desk. Here's Midas Celeste Youngblood. Most Crusade Channel wannabes only get the mission half right. Men, you are about to embark on a great crusade to stamp out runaway decency in the West. So why settle for half-baked radio hacks crusading in mono when you can get the real deal on the Mike Church Show? Now go to that voodoo that you do so well. In stereo. Oh, oh, oh. The Mike Church Show's Great Crusade is on the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade. For the last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look, the plants aren't growing. So I'm pretty sure that the Brando's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what... They used to make Brondo. Yeah, but why did they use them to make Brondo? Because Brondo's got electrolytes.
welcome back. Segment number Trey. Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel featuring King Size Truth from Radio Size Speakers. And you know, it just happened to be a free phone Friday. Uh, yeah. Oh, and remember, Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Yeah. We're one chatter away from 30 in uh, the chat room. Live at MikeChurch.com. Little community that is there. I beckon and, uh, and ask you to log on in for free. Don't cost nothing. Join your fellow listeners here at the Crusade Channel and the Mike Church on a free phone Friday. MikeChurch.com. Click Mike Church Show live chat top of the page. Uh, we are down to how many cases of ribs do we need now? Four. Four more cases of ribs and our hogs for the cause 2018 campaign wish list will be just about fulfilled. Not completely, but the main ingredients done. Thanks to all of you that have already responded. Our telephone number, if you'd like to call the program, 844-527-8723, 844-5-CRUSADE. I uh, uh, encourage you once again, go to barbacoabrotherhood.com and read the story. It was not written by me. I, I read a little uh, postscript to it. Read the story by Ms. Zua Vue, uh, whose five-year-old daughter lost her battle to pediatric brain cancer. The Barbacoa Brotherhood, through the Hogs for the Cause, uh, assisted that family with Christmas gifts this last uh, Christmas. And uh, if you read Ms. Zua Vue's story, I think that your heart will be softened and your will will be moved into action uh, to not assist this particular charity than one that may be like it uh, or a family like it. But you could assist us right there at barbacoabrotherhood.com. Uh, you could become an associate member. You can make a cash donation in any amount. We've got great bottles of St. Francis Winery wine that are being auctioned off. One of the bottles has already been bought. Yeah, lady, uh, she, she she bought that bottle straight up. Straight up in hell. So um, there's at least five left. Uh, there's still auction. I got a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue donated. I got to put that up there. The Phil Mickelson 2010 Masters Championship flag. That's the flag that was flying or a replica of the flag that was flying on the green the day Phil took the green jacket in 2010, donated by and authenticated by a listener yesterday in the chat room. He posted his pictures posing with Phil. Uh, that flag is autographed by Phil Mickelson. We've got a KPMG tournament cap that Phil wears, autographed by Phil, and uh, one of his Callaway golf gloves that Lefty wears, uh, all signed by Phil Mickelson. And you can make a bid on that collector's item. And maybe you know someone that's a golf fanatic and you can tell them about it. Maybe they would love to have that in a shadow box hanging up in their uh, in their office or 
maybe in their golf course if they're a golf pro. So those items are all up there. Uh, you can join the Barbacoa Brotherhood. You can get yourself a Barbacoa Brotherhood brushed antique brass lapel pin uh, like I'm wearing every day uh, for a donation. Baseball cap, T-shirt, and button-down red cap uh, embroidered work shirt are all also available at barbacoabrotherhood.com. Please go and read the story of Mrs. Vua Zue, and I bet you'll want to forward it around to friends and family uh, to tell them about the Hogs charity and uh, to relay that particular story. Okay, so uh, last segment, we were talking to uh, one of our listeners and uh, very uh, active uh, in our chat room groups and the Crusader Room Facebook page and much more, uh, Tony uh, Bonchimino, whose wife Carla is expecting twin babies, and uh, one of the babies decided, like, I want out. <laughs> no, dude, it's only 23 weeks. No, man, you don't know. I want out now. And Alexander was not to be denied, so he uh, came out at 23 weeks. And um, Tony went into the Crusader room and alerted us and asked and sent, uh, sent a letter on, asked us to please, please uh, pray for baby Alexander. Baby Alexander is now being cared for at a Nick IC, uh, Nick, uh, NICU Nick U, unit in uh, uh, somewhere around the Atlanta area there. And he's called to give us a bit update. Now, his twin baby B is still in utero. So only... There's going to be, you know, Maggie O'Connell pointed that uh, out, Tony. You're going to have, a, 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 God willing, a pair of brothers or a brother or a sister's uh, fraternal uh, twins that, no, now just imagine this. What if, what if baby B comes out identical but has a different birthday three months distant? be an amazing, uh, amazing uh, time, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I, at, at least baby Alexander was born first, so he's big brother no matter what uh, as far as uh, the calendar is concerned. And he's probably a little ticked off at uh, baby B anyway. Uh, baby B, when he was in uh, in there with his brother, was breech, so his feet were down, and uh, we were joking with the doctors. Uh, you know, Baby B was just trying to kick out Brother Alexander the whole dog on time, <laughs> and that's that. that, that there just wasn't enough room inside of my little tiny wife uh, to, uh, to to accommodate both. But it's uh, you know, we, we have been so so blessed. Uh, you know, it's been a difficult couple of weeks, but uh, the folks in the Crusader room, and you know, you and uh, Maggie O'Connell have just been absolutely wonderful. Uh, you know, and your prayers and all that. And even uh, David sent me an email yesterday, uh, you know, passing on his wishes to us. So I, I know you, you're never, no, for all the listeners out there, you are not going to get this with the talk radio mafia. It just is not going to happen. We actually have a community here and we all care about each other. Yeah. Um, it is um, heartwarming when we could see uh, some of the result of that and uh, see so many people rally to the cause. Now, to be clear, folks, there's a lot of praying left to do. Baby's born Very at much. 23 weeks old. Just because the technology and the medical uh, technology exists to keep them alive uh, until they can develop. I mean, Tony, I'm not telling Tony anything he doesn't know. No. There's still some, yeah. uh, there's, there's grave risks here. So there's all manner of complications. 
Uh, so we got to keep the prayer campaign going uh, until we pray that kid out of the hospital. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Can, Mike, can you believe this? My wife's due date is June 25th. That is her due date, and we are only in the beginning of March. That's incredible. Is just This has all been in God's hands from the beginning, and even uh, there were some uh, things that had to fall perfectly in place over the last couple of weeks, uh, and only God could have done it to keep both babies' waters from breaking and, uh, you know, keep my, my faithful wife upside down for a, eight days keeping Alexander inside. I mean, that is just phenomenal on her part. I mean, her her will to protect these babies is just uh, only a mother could do. Only a mother can do. And I was kind of laughing a little bit when I was listening to Celeste's news there during the break. And uh, Mother Mary got voted, what, number eight or something? <laughs> on, uh, she didn't even make the uh, top five. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, in my in my book, uh, you know, my, my wife is definitely uh, number one. Well, number two, I guess, behind Mother Mary. But it was just. I had to chuckle a little bit at that uh, uh, news news break uh, that Celeste brought to us. Uh, you know, just astounding what goes on over in Europe. Um, now, just so people know just a little bit about this, because uh, I've never been to the NICU, the N-I-C-U, and I've never uh, actually seen, I saw the pictures that you sent, but I've never actually seen what a, uh, what, what a baby that comes out at, at 23 weeks uh, looks like. Uh, but clearly, uh, clearly, we're dealing with a human child here. There's no doubt about that. Uh, what, what, what ought to uh, chasten people, and, uh, and you, you told me I could share so I can share the pictures, too. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to forward. Did, did you get the email with the pictures? Okay. Mrs. O'Connell can put the... No? no. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I'll forward it to you. Uh, folks, what you're seeing then, and and I think that maybe God is working, doing double a a double. Uh, he's he's performing a double miracle here. He he's allowed and he's assisted man in the perfection of this t- technology that allows children to be born outside the womb, or to develop outside the womb at 23 weeks. That's incredible, right there. You know, anything below th- th- this started. I was told. Nick, uh, NICU started that, dude, if, if, if you, there, there th- you know, 32 or 34 weeks back in the day when I was born, if you came before 32, I can't remember, 32 or 34 weeks, they gave you up for dead. You, were, you weren't going to survive. Yeah. They had no idea how to, how, how to prolong your life. It's, it's absolutely yeah. incredible and miraculous. And Mike, Mike, when I was born, I was born at actually 28 weeks back 43 years ago, uh, and this was outside of Chicago. And uh, when I was born uh, at, uh, uh, outside Chicago, at the hospital that I was at, they had just received the first three incubators the ah. hospital had ever seen in about a couple days before I was born. And then on top of it, when I was born, they didn't have needles small enough to be able to hit my veins so they actually had to fly him in to doggone be able to do it. Now, today's day and age, when I look at the pictures from when I was a baby compared to what baby Alexander has uh, at his disposal uh, to keep him uh, going, 
it is a night and day difference. I mean, these doctors and these nurses. I mean, we've we've been in the hospital for two weeks, and it's been uh, they've they've become a family to us. Quite a few of them because they they love their work. Uh, this is definitely a uh, calling for them. Uh, you know, to be able to serve these little babies and and our and the families like mine. Uh, you know, to help protect life. You know, and any um, any jack leg. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's that 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 thinks that any uh, baby uh, should be uh, terminated uh, during in utero is just an abhorrent creature to me because I can tell you my little boy came out all his fingers and toes and he's just perfect. He's small, but he's just absolutely perfect, and God created him that way. Well, what I and he is, and what what I was going to say is is that. We've ticked this uh, the te- technology and medical uh, progress has made the age younger and younger and younger and younger. So now we're down to 23 weeks. It ought to just mortify anyone to know that in the United uh, in the United States, it is still perfectly legal to murder baby Alexander at 20 weeks, three, three weeks prior to his coming. And as I said, there, there can be absolutely no doubt that we are dealing with a child of God um, yeah. at 23 weeks. I imagine it's it's similar, just a little smaller at 20 weeks, and yet this unthinkable crime is still made legal here. And I think that this is God ticking this technology down. He's going to get it. He's going to allow us to get it down to 20 weeks so we can actually see a 20-week-old baby survive uh, being born uh, at 20 weeks uh, premature, and then you're going, and and then what are the people that are performing this going to say when they're faced with uh, heaven forfend that this should happen, but when they are faced with two with two-year-olds and three-year-olds walking about and talking and crawling about that were born at 20 weeks? Um, this is God's work. Here's my point. Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, Mike. Uh, you know, as far as the charity goes that you got going on, um, you know, I, me, me and my wife, uh, we've had some good charities reach out to us since we've been in the NICU, Ronald McDonald House, and a few others. And you know, anybody within the sound of my voice, please, you know, give to Barbacoa Brotherhood. Let's, you know, let's take care of, you know, these families that, you know, are not in the situation I'm in, but in. Um, Similar situation. Very, 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 very rough, uh, you know, situations with children with brain brain uh, cancers and that sort of thing. Um, you know, my heart completely goes out to them. And, you know, part of the reason I called in, uh, you know, was I'm, I'm actually heading home for my first night in my own bed uh, in <laughs> a couple of weeks now. So I'm on the way. I'm driving home now. But Give you a little more. <laughs> you know, encouragement there, <laughs> but I, I, I do want to, you know, I do want to go ahead and buy a slab of those ribs. I know money's tight in our household, but my wife uh, told me we got to uh, continue to just give until we can't give anymore. So I'd love if you can transfer me back to Candace and uh, you know go ahead and be able to give. My oh, brother, you don't have to do to that. Get, get but, it. I, I need to. Man. All right, I, I, God, I, God is calling <laughs> us to just keep on giving, and anybody in the sound of my voice, call in right now and give as much as you can all right brother god bless you and i'll put you on hold and uh, god bless baby alexander let's uh thank you mike all right hold on um uh, that's uh tony bonchimino now um I, and i just put him on hold for you mid is uh, o'connell i also forwarded you that email from with the pictures so uh ladies and gentlemen if you're not keeping score here 
Miracles are happening all around us. Anyone that denies to me, anyone, anyways, anyone that denies miracles. Uh, What's a miracle? Well, a miracle is natural law and the natural order of things being uh, interrupted and altered for a purpose that only God, uh, for a a reason only God knows, but to effect human suffering, to relieve human suffering, pain, uh, deprivation, etc. That's what a miracle is. A child that's going to survive. Now, think about this. 40 weeks is normal gestation. 23 weeks, then it's just a tad bit over 50% gestated. Now, as a barbacoa brotherhood, as the chef of the barbacoa brotherhood, and by the way, our food is going to absolutely rock this year. We've been practicing now for five weeks in a row, and we never do this. We're like, ah, stuff's awesome. We don't need to practice. No, I'm practicing this year. Uh, if you're not coming to Hogs for the Cause in New Orleans, in one of the best weekends you'll ever spend in New Orleans weather-wise, hopefully, <laughs> pray to God for good weather. We should start praying for that now. Um, it's a fantastic way to spend a Saturday with the family. And you can come by and visit us. But as the lead chef of the Barbacoa Brotherhood, let me say to you, if I cook a, if I take a pork butt, a Boston butt, shoulder, if you will, and I cook it 58% of the way done, that would mean that I probably cooked it to around 100, because it'll start at 70 at room temp, say. Needs to get to 195 so it'll pull apart. So at 195 minus 70, that's 125. So 60, hunk a letter, hunk a letter. So that'd be at 130, 135, maybe 140 degrees. Now, it may be starting to look like it's going to turn into pulled pork someday. But it's not there. It's going to be tough as you can imagine. It might even be bleeding just a bit at 140, 145, but it's not ready. And if I served it to you, you'd get angry. Man, a charge play. This isn't cooked. So so think of it in those terms that a human similarly gestated would also suffer would would, would 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 be presented in the same manner that's what you're dealing with with a 23 year 23 week old preemie as they call it the fact that that child survives is just nothing short of miraculous <laughs> by the way i've seen the lamest of all lame excuses now poll Mr. Charge, I cannot come to I cannot come to hogs. There'd be uh, too much meat being served around me. It took a vow for for Lent. The pole is not having Lent. No no meat during the the Lenten you know, the Lenten fast. You, you see, so pole cannot be exposed to other people eating the meat. 
So what are you doing then? How's the pole living life if you can't be exposed to people eating meat? I cannot be in the same company with people who are savaging, savagely eating the carcass of animals. <laughs> I can only be in the same room with people who are dining on sat on 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 uh, 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 on bread, bread, pasta, and uh, veg uh, vegetables. <laughs> this is all that the pole diet is permitting. Uh, Paul, we will make you a Nooski's bacon quesadilla without the bacon. We will make you a platter of uh, world-famous barbecued ribs, uh, fries, and cr cr crunchy fries without the ribs. <laughs> we will make you a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich with Tabasco sriracha sauce on it, which we're serving Friday night without the bacon. We'll even put a little piece of... We'll, we'll make you a catfish lettuce and tomato sandwich. <laughs> That's very kind. Paul, thou thinking of coming to vent, to a vent. I've gotten very good at eating Caesar salads. The last three weeks. <laughs> Get even better today. Uh, I, I want to also uh, remind you that uh, I am only contractually obligated. I've already fulfilled. Menace O'Connell and I have produced 19 and a quarter hours of world-class quality programming radio this week already. I am not required to fulfill the final 45 minutes of this show. So if you want to extend the 45 minutes, you better pick your phone up. By the way, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Oh, she's going to say, no, no, don't call, whatever you do. <clears throat> By the way, I do have a announcement to make. The Crusade Channel now has a baby. <clears throat> we would like to welcome into the veld from those that direct are directly involved in producing content here on the show. Our first baby came into the world yesterday. Please welcome Midher Joseph Thomas Cunningham. Where? Mitter Joseph Th Thomas Cunningham, born to Steve Cunningham and wife. I'm trying to remember. Is it Carla? Oh, it's uh, Megan. Megan. That, that's what I said, Megan. Uh, Steve and Megan Cunningham welcome Joseph. It's named for St. Joseph. Thomas, named for St. Thomas Aquinas. Wait a minute. <laughs> I can't keep up with all this. Stephen Thomas all right, uh, Stephen, Joseph, Thomas, Mary, Cunningham. Now, you know Cunningham, you're gonna go bring, you're gonna go turn that. They're gonna ask you on uh, uh, that on the birth certificate, and they're gonna go turn that in. And in Colorado, they're gonna go, ah, uh, no, that's too many male names. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, wait, there's a female name at the end. Oh, fantastic. Can I mark this child as tranny, Mammy? That's what some wise guy is going to say in the birth certificate office. Oh, how progressive of you. You're giving it, You're giving your child the option. No, actually, I'm consecrating him to three Roman Catholic saints and the Blessed Mother, uh, Blessed Virgin. <laughs> uh, not doing any of uh, the sort of uh, mortally sinful madness you were just talking about, but thank you very much. By the way, here's a rosary. Bye-bye. I could totally see Cunningham doing that. If you call my kid a tranny again, it's going to be on, sister. It's going to be on. Mr. Uh, Bond, Junk Bond, sends this to me. Uh, uh, by the way, the telephone number to prolong the show. 844-527-872-TRAY. Uh, Mr. Bond, Junk Bond, sends this to me. EFF. This is uh, in gadget something or other. Geek Squad has been working with the FBI for a decade. Best Buy's Geek Squad has been working with the FBI for a decade. <clears throat> When the defense of the California doctor's child porn case accused the FBI of paying Geek Squad's crew to look for evidence in the defendant's computer, Best Buy denied it. Best Buy denied it enjoys close ties with the agency. Now, according to the EFF, the big box retailers team of IT technicians are even closer to the feds than previous reports indicated. The nonprofit has received the results of the Freedom of Information Act. It filed last year and found that Best Buy has been enjoying a particularly close relationship with the FBI over the last 10 years, at least. One of the documents the EFF got its hands on was a memo from 2008 detailing a meeting with the FBI's cyber working group at the Geek Squad's repair facility in Kentucky. During that meeting, the company even gave the feds a tour of the facility. Other documents show that the two entities work so frequently together that they developed a process for reporting suspicious content. So, you've been bringing your pomputer to the Geek Squad to be repaired, and they've been searching your drive for, bad, uh, uh, for malicious activity. But don't worry, say the Decepticons, nothing to see here, nothing, nothing to see here, citizen, move along. Nothing to see here, citizen, move along. We don't have anything to show you. So the American government, again, is proven, not theorized, it has been proven that it's spying on its own citizens. Spying on its own citizens again. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 
This doesn't come as a surprise to any of us. We all know this. We, we knew this before the story came. Mr. Bond. Junk Bond. We knew this before the story came out, Bond. However, we thought it was the NSA that was doing all the spying. Now we know what we've suspected. Then it's, and it's been this way all along that it's the FBI... The NSA, CIA, DOH, DOE, name your alphabet soup agency here, has been spying on you and me. Now, I got it. I just have to say that what is surprising about this, or, 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 or what, what is not surprising, most disturbing about this is federal execution of municipal powers is an abomination to the Constitution order. You people that want to wave your MAGA flag and swear that this is the greatest nation in the history of great nations and we're the freest people in the history of free people on earth are full of it. We're not free. We're slaves. We're captives. We're stuck in a union we can't get out of. We're not allowed to leave the union uh, of states that makes possible legalized public acts and expressions of sodomy, legalized public acts and expressions of pornography, legalized full-scale, all-on, full-court press, even down to eight years of age, force-fed contraception, and, of course, legalized, sanctified, and glorified infanticide, you call it abortion. And now, for the cherry on top, the defenders of abortion, the defenders of sodomy, the defenders of the porn, the defenders and promoters of the contraception. Mr. Church, I have the federal Supreme Court. What do you mean? How? Uh, unhealth and inhuman disservices department. You know it as the HHS. I know it as the IHHS. Serving up diabolical government enforcement, government coercion, and government approbation for the most diabolical, most reprehensible mortal sins man is capable of committing. Oh, but we're all up in arms, though. Somebody might be carrying a gun around in their car for personal protection. That's the atrocity the libtards tell us we must crusade against. Into this world, ladies and gentlemen, we were born and chosen to live at this time. Which is why, again, we turn to the intercession of the most powerful force, second most powerful force on earth. That is the intercession of the mother of the Redeemer. And she will intercede to the throne of Almighty God and will turn this thing around and will make illegal those four mortal sins. Abortion, contraception, pornography, and abort, um, and sodomy. In the first hour of this show, if you missed it, I told the story of how the Kansas City Royals professional baseball team did a counseling session warning their players about the dangers of pornography addictions. 
And I told you that one of the prayers for the Crusader, the uh, the Knights, of, uh, the Crusader Knights of the Rosary, Crusader Knights of the Holy Rosary. That's the official title, Crusader Knights of the Holy Rosary. My little confraternity, our something. It's our little confraternity. It's our no. It's not even ours. It's our ladies. Prays for the end for the legal protection and ask for her intercession to end those four moral mortal sins: abortion, contraception, sodomy, and pornography. Now. The Royals doing what they've done is a phenomenal, phenomenal act in the progress that Our Lady's already making on those four fronts. It's, 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 it's incredible, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> when we have a government that could give a rat's furry behind about those four, endorses them, Makes them sacramental almost. And at the same time, how many people that wish for those four sins to be made illegal as they should be? How many of those people had their computers worked on by the Geek Squad and to add insult to injury, their privacy was invaded and their property was ransacked. And you want to stay in this union of states for what? Can you give me that reason again? Why are we so star-spangled awesome? What's that slogan, Mr. Make America Great Again? This is uh, Roy in Ohio. Next up here on Free Phone Friday at 844 844- Five two seven eight seven two three. Hello, Roy. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Mike? I am well, thank you. I just like to congratulate Mr. Cunningham on the birth of his son. It's it wasn't that long ago he was married, was it? Uh, May thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. Only reason I know is because I was there. Yes, I I remember. And I'd just like to uh, put a little plug in for the census fidelium. Uh, those of us who listen to the Sermon Sunday on your program or mm-hmm. on your network uh, and really appreciate it, but uh, if, if you go to his uh, site on YouTube, uh, there's some great, great things on there. And recently he, he put up a, a thing from uh, Father Rippinger, Chad Rippinger, that uh, on the, the sixth generation that's really explains what's going on in the church in the last last century or a little over last century. And I'd just like to wish Mr. Cunningham well. And Well, you just did. And I appreciate, <clears throat> and I appreciate you uh, featuring, him, featuring him on Sundays. My pleasure. My pleasure. I've uh, I, I got to get the, uh, the Linton, uh, uh, the Linton uh, uh, homilies up because he sent them to me. So uh, I'll try to knock that before I leave out of here today. Uh, I'm sure Mr. Cunningham is in the hospital uh, with Mrs. Cunningham, where he's trying to get her out of the hospital uh, yeah. as I speak. So, Well, I'd, I'd like to uh, tell you I have joined your uh, Crusader Knights uh, Rosary uh, for the ends to the, to the four mortal oh. sins. And uh, I, I'd, I'd like to... Say 
we we pray the rosary before every mass on Sunday. So do and we. The, and the uh, gentleman that uh, leads it has done something that I'd never heard done before, and he always adds a sixth decade for the poor souls in purgatory. And and I thought it's kind of strange at first, but yet I've really grown accustomed to it. It's it's a really nice devotion, I think. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, what is this poor souls in purgatory? Everybody except Hitler's already in heaven. Well, that's what they tell us, isn't it? Uh, it, 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 moments ago, the poll posted in the chat room at MikeChurch.com that there was a, uh, a billboard that he got a picture of. Uh, they took a picture of, or somebody did, and he put it in the chat room, of a billboard along a highway that has a picture of the Reverend Billy Graham with the caption, Gone Home! Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. So the public canonization now continues Apache. So not only is Father Longernecker and Father Jonathan Morris and other prelates and Cardinal Dolan and, and, and many others uh, canonized, um, uh, canonized, coffin, is a casket canonization of Billy Graham. Now the laity is getting into the act, and the laity is now proclaiming themselves popes and bishops and uh, what have you here, and uh, they're now declaring him as a saint. How do you like that? It won't be long. Dogs will be declared as saints because they pulled some kid out of a pool. Well, you feel sorry for the souls that are in purgatory that that need our prayers. Hey, what is it? Mineroy, I got a tight. What is this purgatory business? <laughs> well, it's something that was taught for you until very recently that everyone believed in. Uh, obviously not everyone because, you know, most of the world today, <clears throat> as I said, unless you're Stalin or Hitler or Mao, uh, everybody's in heaven, so... Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't even know why we bother with all these rosaries and, you know, showing up to mass every Sunday and then showing up early and then maybe even going to these rites of confession and all this. It's all fun and games, Roy. Come on, bro. Get with the program. You know, you know what that, that silly Catholic church of yours needs? It needs a barista and a rock climbing wall. And then when you get a rock climbing wall, pal, call me back. Well, I think we've got a lot of that in some of our churches, other than the rock climbing wall. We had the band and the. <laughs> Don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised. But I, I think there's change coming. But... Well, there's always change coming because that's the nature of man. Uh, well, uh, when I, I, I good change is coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember, God's in charge. He knows what he's doing. God's in charge, and he knows what he's doing, uh, which has to beg the question, okay, if God's in charge and he knows what he's doing, why did he create an insert name here? <laughs> Come on, God! <laughs> Kidding. All right, Roy, thank you very much. Well, thank you, Mike. All right, you're welcome. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number, 844 844- Five Crusade. Uh, I was looking for a air raid warning siren 
story in uh, the Crusader Room on Facebook so that we could end with a air raid warning siren bang, because I don't have one, uh, and I don't see one. And I got to tell you people that are usually in the Crusader, Crusader Room and are on top of things, your production the last week, other than on Monday, has gone down to the point where I can no longer tolerate this. I'm going to void my membership if you people don't up your game. I'm going to stop going and looking. But I did have this. There's a couple stories that I did not get to during the uh, course of the week here on the uh, Crusade uh, on the Crusade Channel, Mike Church Show. <clears throat> and by the way, Founders Trading Post is still open. We just got a brand. Are those Joseph Pierce books in the store yet? Okay, we just got a shipment of 40 Joseph Pierce books, all signed by Master Pierce. There's the biography of Oscar Wilde. There's a half a dozen copies of Literary Converts. There is his Saint uh, biography of uh, uh, Chesterton's biography of uh, uh, St. Francis and St. Thomas Aquinas. There is Wisdom and Independence from, uh, by Joseph Pierce, a book about Chesterton, signed. There is Tolkien, Man and Myth, a literary tale, signed by Joseph Pierce. And then there's the Catholic, uh, Catholic Literary Giants book, si that's, that's Joseph's work, uh, that's his companion to literary converts, signed by Master Pierce. Now, you can't get that at Amazon. You can't get it at Borders or any of those other booksellers. Auto personally handled and autographed by Master Pierce himself. All in our Founders Train post, MikeChurch.com forward slash shop. MikeChurch.com forward slash shop. And we also have Small is Still Beautiful. Coming to the store. You know, you know what else I noticed? I noticed a stack of St. Ignatius of Loyola movies back there. Uh, you people don't know what you're missing. You're looking for a good family fair movie, uh, other than the opening scene, uh, which there's nothing objectionable in it other than what he's doing or what he just did. Uh, that St. Ignatius of Loyola DVD that we have in the Trading Post is magnificent. And it's a great DVD because it's got like a 20-page book inside about the making of the movie and the life of St. Ignatius, uh, just a fantastic DVD. So all that in our store, MikeChurch.com forward slash shop. John Horvat. <clears throat> Two days ago, I did not get to this story. A new front is opened in the culture war. Now they are targeting prayer. The controversy was triggered by the fact that political leaders traditionally sent messages of condolences, offering their thoughts and prayers, which, by the way, I say are useless. Do not go on social media, and if I, if I have a heart attack or whatever, a car accident, I do not want anyone to publish anyone that says to my wife or children thoughts and prayers. Get on your knees if you really want to pray and just pray. I don't, we don't need to know. I mean, I mean, it'd be nice to know after the fact. We don't need to know. Just do it. Thoughts and prayers means I didn't pray. That's what that means. Thoughts and prayers to me is a cop-out. And anyway, I went on social media and I put thoughts and prayers. No, you didn't. You, you know what you did? You went and told your friend, oh, thoughts and prayers. I don't want your thoughts. 
I don't need your thoughts. I could use your prayers, like baby Alexander can use your prayers. Mr. Church is too nice to touch Oh, yes, I forgot the doctrine of nice. I forgot. The I'm a good person, so I'm a uh, hashtag I am a good person, so I'm going to heaven. That's what thoughts and prayers means. And it comes from principally those people. Because someone that really cared would say, I had a mass said for you. I prayed a novena for you. I prayed a decant of my rosary for you. If, you know, it ever comes up in conversation. So this thoughts and prayers nonsense, this I think was created by the uh, social media age. By the by, there's a story out there. I, I did see one story that I... Uh, before I get back to Bray Payton, I'm, I'm into John Horvat. Bray Payton at thefederalist.com. Are the men gone? She asks. This Hollywood Reporter cover is a bad sign. And there's four effeminate, metrosexual-looking losers on the cover of the Hollywood Reporter, and it says, Triumph of... I can't see the bottom. What does it say? Triumph of the... What is that? It's it's covered up. Triumph of the... (laughs) I was going to say something. I won't. We need to talk about the cover of the new issue of The Hollywood Reporter. You know what? She's got a link to it. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Um, The cast of HBO's Silicon Valley. And by the way... uh, uh, Apache, that story about the Geek Squad. You note that Silicon Valley. Do you note that uh, uh, these atrocities that we keep learning about come from these corporations that are larger than entire European bloc nations? There's some sinister things happening out there on that peninsula that San Francisco sits on. Silicon Valley confronts a darker side of tech culture and T.J. Miller's messy exit. The Hollywood Reporter goes on set with season five of HBO's Savage Startup Satire as Mike Judge, Alec Berg, and their stars explore the suddenly underfired Digital industry and blah, 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 blah. Back to uh, Mrs. Payton. The cast of HBO Silicon Valley stand in line, hands on, uh, on, uh, in, in one another's pockets, with a meek expression that says, you don't have to worry about me getting you pregnant because my sperm count is so low. Not that you would sleep with me anyway because my handshake is so weak it would send you running in the other direction. They're boasting and bragging about the fact that they're tranny mammy fag hags. Mr. Church, you need to stop saying that word. You're going to change people away. I don't care. I'm tired of it. Someone has got to say something about this, for heaven's sake. As Courtney Kirchhoff notes, there's not a lot of uh, hole... There's not a whole lot of praise for limp-wristed folk outside the image subtitles. Zach Woods, who plays Jared, says this. 
there's a tender quality to these guys. I'm among my tribe of, like, beta males. No, you're among your tribe of fag hags. That's what you're among. Better charge, please! You're among your tribe of metrosexual, can't be bothered with fatherhood, which God put you on this earth to be bothered with, sir. That's what you can't be bothered with, punk. Where's Clint Eastwood when we need him? You know, I just imagine Clint Eastwood going, uh, looking at these, uh, these five clowns going, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> she continues. Uh... While the story itself is mostly a meandering interview about the HBO comedy, the fact that a major national publication is printing a story on its cover declaring the triumph of the beta male says a lot about how bad things have gotten for men in America. No, Bray. It says a lot of things about how bad things have gotten for women in America and for children in America who are crying out for fathers to show up and do something other than plaster their fingers with oversized championship rings that they wanted the six-year-old T-ball tournament. And it's not just uh, the Hollywood Reporter that's declaring regular men as being irrelevant. Now, I I'm going to say something to you people that uh, Maggie O'Connell yucked, uh, yucked it up a couple, uh, ten days ago or so, and I said, I could sum up everything that's wrong with Marika in, in, with one television commercial. What was it? Do you remember? 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 What was the TV commercial? Ms. O'Connell, do you remember? Does anyone in the chat room remember the TV commercial? And you went, ah, that's, that's, that's going a little far, Mike. Come on. You, better church, please. <clears throat> it was the Home Depot commercial where super lesbian built her own bathroom. No men need apply. She even left the damn thing looking like a man. And I remarked, that's what's wrong with Moroccan men right there. No man need apply. I can hang mirrors. I can rip entire sinks out. I can tile the floor. I can put a brand new glass shower in there. I can do everything. I know how to work a level and a pencil and a slide rule. You freaking name it. And then I know how to do my hair up and put it up so I look like a little boy. Don a pair of skinny jeans with a long Oxford men's shirt. Look, oh, I am so star-spangled dude in the mirror and walk out the room. That commercial is an affront to masculinity and to manhood and to husbands and to fathers. That's saying we don't need no stinking men. We got Home Depot. No, Grizz, that's not a that's <laughs> that's not a light Grizz. That's a said Uncle Lewis at the end of the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Remember, remember, I told you. You know, a great uh, commercial in a country that actually appreciated children, marriage, 
families would have been maybe them uh, the man doing most of the project, the wife lovingly assisting. But no. Uh-uh. Women have to build their own bathrooms now. They got to lay their own tiles, so to speak. And I was poo-pooed that day. Okay, that's just a little over the top, Mike. That much, that's a little much, Mitters. It's just, it's just a commercial, okay? Just a commercial. I look, it didn't change the world. I'm just telling you, it's reflective of everything that's wrong with the world. Everything that's wrong with men in America was in that commercial. I bet if Bray Payton saw that commercial, she'd go, "Please." Home Depot, please, she would say. And it's not just that THR is declaring regular men as being irrelevant. On Sunday, Jimmy Kimmel declared from the stage at the Dolby Theater at the 90th Annual Academy Awards in his opening monologue that the best kind of man is one without a penis because he definitely will not rape anyone. Again, we're men, so what are we? We're fathers, what are we? We're rapists. I'll take the rapist for a thousand, Trebek. That's therapists. You have your story, I have mine. Meanwhile, there's something troubling going on in Western countries when it comes to our men. Men account for 77% of the nation's suicides. They more than twice as likely are to become alcoholics. They are more likely to die of an overdose than women. And 90% of inmates are men. There are just a few, these are just a few of the facts. Fox News' Tucker Carlson referenced on Wednesday night in the first of a new weekly series, Men in Marica. You can watch uh, uh, Tucker's interview with Dr. Jordan Peterson. Uh, it, was made a, it was made for uh, a college pressure who, who has made for himself by rejecting dogmas of the left. I think she left a word out of that. I have the video in question, actually. Uh, I have it open here, I think. Uh, Well, I guess it's not on that page because that's a brave page and it doesn't want to play it. Anyways. So the series, Men in Marika. Now, here's a little clip of uh, Mr. Uh, uh, the aforementioned. All of us suffer. How did this happen? How can we fix it? We hope that this series, each Wednesday this month, answers those questions. Jordan Peterson is a professor at the University of Toronto. He's written a lot about the decline of modern men. We spoke to him recently. Jordan Peterson, thanks for joining us. We've got a long list of statistics that paint a pretty clear picture that boys seem to be falling behind relative to girls in the United States. Why do you think that is? I think that that's partly a consequence of directed policy. So it's, it's linked to the idea that there's something wrong with masculinity. And so that the expression of masculinity should be limited in in all sorts of arbitrary ways right right the fact that kids can't really play at schools anymore is a manifestation of that that's right the the fact that male behavior is often 
diagnosed as attention deficit disordered, for example, is a manifestation of Wow, that. I love this guy. Um, the, the elimination of competition as a valid form of human interaction. Thank you! The, the failure to recognize that competitive sports, for example, are deeply cooperative in their fundamental nature, as long as everyone is playing by the rules, obviously. So there's that. That, that that's a large part of it. What's so you're saying that there is Watch that whole video in this uh, Federalist piece. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if, if Peterson talks about this. You know, I tried to get Peterson on the show if you want. Minister Church, why don't you get why well, I, I tried. I'll try again. Bray Payton. Hashtag so brave. Because there's nothing women like more than self-aggrandizing male feminists whose feminism steps, starts and stops at virtue signaling on the Internet. Oh, yeah, you're a big, tall boy, aren't you, with your keyboard and your hashtags. By the way, can I tell you that I just I, I did witness one masculine display by one Hollywood actor, and he was savaged for it. My boy, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, after Kevin Smith had a heart attack and almost died on the set of Comic Book Men, sent a tweet out. What did it say, Mrs. O'Connell? I'm praying for you to get better, brother. Something to that effect. Now, in 2018, what Pratt did was masculine. That was manly. That's what a real man, well, you know, a real, real man would have said, I'm praying a rosary for you, and I've asked Our Lady to care for you. But I'm satisfied that Chris Pratt, comfortable in the fact that he's a dude, and that he wanted his fellow actor, brother, at which he said, Kevin Smith to get well, was an act of masculinity. That was Pratt basically risking his career by saying he prays. Where does he work, for heaven's sake? <clears throat> Bray Payton. Winston Churchill predicted this crisis nearly 100 years ago in his essay, Mass Effects on Modern Life, which I just so happened to have read today for another piece I was writing. In his F.A., published in 1925, the great statesman notes that there was no longer room for great men, for heroes, for victors in modern society. What will happen to us when our heroes are no longer titans but movie stars? He wrote, quote, Can modern communities do without great men? Now, can I stop right there and also remind you, what did I say earlier today about the, the manager and the owners of the Kansas City Royals? They allowed... This uh, presentation about the dangers of pornography to be uh, conducted to their players. They told their players, look, it's mandatory. you got to go. It's part of our spring training. Uh, that was a masculine, manly act. It is not masculine to be porn, uh, to be porn addicted. It isn't. It'll take away from your masculinity, and it'll cost you a wife. And it'll cost you your children. Don't do it. Kick it. This Lint. Oh, yeah, and there's our boy. Uh, what's the uh, truck driver's name? I always forget his name. Um, 
after every time he wins a race, and he wins a lot, goes, I just want to give all thanks to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Johnny Salter. Johnny Salter for, uh, the, that's a real dude. He And he says it just like, like, he just, it's like he's saying, oh, I want to thank Firestone. He goes, well, first I want to give thanks to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Every time, every time a dude wins a race, he says it. Is this video, is he saying it? Here at Homestead, Miami Speedway. Finished third in the race, but was the best of our championship four. He was third, Crafton seventh, Christopher Bell eighth, and Timothy Peters ninth. Well, you could just see and hear the emotion in the crew chief, Joe Shear, and, and also in the team radio of Johnny Sauter. And I know when Hermie visits with... 340? We're going to see that raw emotion of finally getting that championship. Yeah, that's a family of racers. His dad, Jim. Hang on. Uh, got it. Uh, just so proud of these guys uh, you know I can't thank everybody enough I mean I'm a small part of this deal and uh, you know we executed like we needed to tonight so thank the blessed mother and the sacred heart of Jesus and uh, this is awesome bringing it back to Wisconsin that's Johnny Sauter Johnny Sauter Johnny Sauter that's a real man there real men love their mother I always say this wait why, why are you so against me and the, the rosary and I get the blessed mother real men love their mamas they return home to their mothers. Their mothers cook for them. Their mothers dote on them. I just want to thank the Sacred Heart of Jesus and Immaculate Heart and the Blessed Mother. I, I mean, good stuff here. Good stuff. Ba uh, back to uh, Winston Churchill. Can modern communities do without great men? Can they dispense with hero worship? Can they provide a larger wisdom, a nobler sentiment, a more vigorous action? By collective processes than they were ever uh, than there than were ever got from the Titans. Can nations remain healthy? Can all nations draw together in a world whose brightest stars are film stars, and whose gods are sitting in the galley in the gallery? There is a sense of vacancy, of fatuity, of incompleteness. We miss our giants," said Winston Churchill. We are sorry that their age is past. We mourn the towering grandeur which surrounded and cheered our long, painful ascent. Ah, if we could only find some new, enormous berg rising toward the heavens as high above our plateau as those old mountains down below rose above the plains and marshes. Let me tell you something. This is one of the reasons why American MAGAs hate Vladimir Putin. Because instinctively they want effeminate losers. And Putin is not an effeminate loser. It's all the time that we have here to, for today, folks. I, uh, I'd love to finish this piece. Maybe we'll do it on Monday. As a matter of fact, I'll extend an invitation to Mr. Bree Payton to uh, come on the show and discuss this. Uh, um, I want to remind you before we leave, shop the Founders Trading Post. I mentioned the Joseph Pierce books. Handmade Holy Rosaries by the Little Bayou Rosary, made by Mrs. O'Connell herself right here in Louisiana. Uh, dozens and dozens of books. I mentioned the DVDs. We have my own books. You know, all of you ought to be reading Humility of Heart for Lent and beyond. It's being so recommended. As a matter of fact, a listener sent me some uh, pictures that were posted on Facebook. I didn't even see them. One of his parishioners was in the uh, Adoration Chapel, and he had left a copy of Humility of Heart in there. 
And the guy picked it up and started reading. He goes, he was blown away. He goes, I've never seen this. This is incredible. I was told that the man is a professional athlete, retired. Um, it's a great book. We have it in the Founders Trading Post, the complete edition. No one else on earth has the complete edition. Founding Father Films published it. We have it. I hope you'll go get yourself a copy. Join the Barbacoa Brotherhood. Please go read the story of Ms. Zua Vue, a woman whose family we assisted at Christmas, the Brotherhood assisted at Christmas, our 2018 Hogs for the Cause. Uh, uh, fundraising effort has kicked off. Please visit our site. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, please. Barbacoa Brotherhood. And become a part of the Brotherhood. Making a little donation. Send a prayer along. If you don't have a donation, hey, say, admit a church prayed for you. Uh, adopt an item in our wish list. Make a bid on uh, Phil Mickelson collectible merchandise from the 2010 Masters. Bottles of wine. Many other uh, cutting boards from McClure tables. Many other items. It's all there at barbacorbrotherhood.com. And then, of course, uh, consider, consider joining us and becoming a Founders Pass member at crusadechannel.com. And if you are a member, basic, monthly, or yearly, consider making an upgrade to Founding Brother. Cost a couple of bucks extra a month, but you'd help us uh, stave off a looming financial uh, instance. May God bless all of you. Seriously, I had a great week. Thank you for all your prayers. Thanks to Melissa Linscombe and Rita Dillaway and the ladies who are running the Crusader Monastery. Demeter Joss Will for his donations. Uh, just not singling any one person out. Demeter O'Connell for producing the show. And, of course, may God bless you and Mary keep you.